Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. And welcome to episode 90 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with the full, full In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? Going fucking great. I'm on the beach right now in Barbados, enjoying the weather. You know, just four days with no cannabis, though, is kind of a slap in the face, but still. Oh, yeah, you, got no, you got no weed out there, man? It's illegal. I mean, every five minutes, someone offers to sell me drugs and you want to party, but like, if law says it, I'm not doing it. Just like when I'm in China, I don't do it. But when the loss is like, get fucked up, thank you, Canada, I'm coming home, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. But even on. then, you're going to take drugs from some random person? It's <laughs> just, just like, cannabis, man. That, that what, you act like they can't lace marijuana. Are you serious? Bro, no one is lacing marijuana. No one's spending more money. People like you. Never say never, man. Someone's going to lace marijuana with what? The only thing they would want to raise, it would be like roof and all to get you to pass out and rob you. I ain't got shit on me. Hang on, hang on. I, I got to backtrack here. You don't smoke weed in China, Colin? No, it's fully illegal. If you what sell you, weed in China, it's death penalty. What, well, Hank, but what do you, like, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> uh, I make over 100K a year. Well, no, like, I just, you, you smoke a lot here. Like, I, I, I feel like that would be hard to do to not, like. No, because when you're making bank, like, you don't focus on other things. You just focus on, like. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, like Trev, I'm just curious because when you do go back to China and all of the weed that you smoked here, you form that habit. What's going to happen when you go back? Because like you smoke like a chimney here. So know, what you should, when you go back? You should understand the line of work. It's just an addiction. Within a week or two, all addiction substances from cannabis, all the symptoms will go away. So it's they like, I just take two weeks to a month to clear up my system, detox. All right. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I knew that. I'm sure you've mentioned it before. I just, uh, for some reason, I assumed you were smoking when you were there. Uh, Juan, how's it going? It looks like Colin can quit whenever he wants, just like everyone else says. They can stop whenever they want. I'm literally four days in, though, nothing. So, like, huh? that's good. That, that's good. I wanted, I wanted to get it from those I could have, but I have self strength. I'm good for you, man. I just, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I just assumed you were smoking when you were in China. I just, I didn't assume otherwise. Uh, and Rich, how's it going? Was good. And we have our second of three penny-specific episodes this week. So we have DJ on. So you may know him on Instagram as DJ Monte Carlo. So he's a huge penny collector with his own podcast show. It's uh, Heaven Sent, I believe it is, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we're real happy to have him on, and he will be the second panelist on our penny panel that we will be doing shortly. DJ, welcome, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you, man. Really appreciate you guys inviting me. Yeah, man. We're really excited to get you on. Rich is a huge, huge penny guy. He's a um, real yeah. big penny collector. So um, <laughs> Kevin and I at the top are big Air Max collectors. So we had our month in March when we had some uh, Air Max specific episodes. So we're excited to do some penny specific stuff here. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, let's get into this how we usually do with our weekly wares and pickups. So Kev, why don't you start it off? Yeah, sure. So 
If anyone remembers, I was at a cottage last week. So, and it's been a while since we recorded last. So, you know, we, we took some time off because I was at the cottage. But since then, I did have some wares. No pickup. So, I'll just go through my wares. I did wear the uh, white cement fours. I wore a pair of my Dunk Low IDs. And when I was at the cottage, I wore a pair of uh, New Balance 997Hs. Also, green glow slides, heavy rotation this summer uh, with all the cottages I've been going to. And then uh, I rocked the Chlorophyll Air Trainer 1s, Kobe Grinches uh, I pulled out, Alma Manier Jordan 3s, and uh, lastly I rocked my Air Max 1 Currys. So that was my week in terms of wear. So no pickups. Actually, you know what? Sorry, I lied. I did have a pickup. Yesterday was Yeezy Day, and um, I did Not according up. to Kanye. <laughs> yeah, not according to Kanye. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly it was easy day. Yeah, allegedly it was easy day. Uh, it said on it said on the app easy day, so that's what I'm going by. But uh, a friend of mine asked me to help enter for the um the core red Yeezy 350s, and I ended up getting uh, her the pair. So that was the only pickup that I had. So I lied. Nothing for myself still. I haven't picked anything up for myself for a little while. But yeah, that was the only thing that I had in the last couple of weeks, surprisingly. Well, Colin might be real happy because there's going to be a couple of Adidas pickups on this podcast, I guess. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good week, Kev. You had a good time at the cottage? I did. It was a much needed week off. Uh, I think I was speaking speaking to Rich just about, you know, just relaxing, getting uh, some time with the family and the kids. And uh, yeah, like the cottage that I went to, there was a total of eight kids there. So they were all running around playing and all that stuff. So it was nice to just sort of have them enjoy the summer too, right? Nice. Good to hear. Kali, what about you? I know it's been a while. Oh boy. <laughs> Go with wares first. It's been a while. So the First wear since I got in hand, thanks one, was the Ada Waves and the All Black. Next wear I brought with me on trip, Triple Black Boost. I also brought the uh, Nike Blazer, Acronym Blazer Low. You know, I brought those. I wore some Gucci shoes. I wore my Wave Runners. I wore Pool Gray 11s. I wore all of mine. I think that is it for the wears. <laughs> Pickups. So yeah, those Pada Blacks came in hand. I got the Easy Slides in the black color, got the easy slides in the bone color. I also, uh, Kevin knows, I picked up the Nike Air Max 1 tree lines. Like that. And cool. yeah, and I still have one more pair coming on the way. It's in the Ontario Distribution Center at Pass Verification, so it should be in my place by next week, and I'll show you guys a surprise. I think that's it. I might have missed something. I hope I did. I don't know. Colin showing no sl- signs of slowing down. I know. We, just a couple <laughs> weeks ago, we were talking about Those easy slides aren't for me, though. These, the easy slides aren't for me. I literally only picked up the Air Max Tree line and then accidentally won a bit on StockX. All right. So we're, we're for sure going to go three for six on Adidas pickups on this pod. Sorry, Rich. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Juan picked anything up. DJ, I don't know if you picked anything up either. But I did. Okay. I actually did. Um, a few infant pairs for my niece got the 350 uh, breads. It was two pair. Got two pair. And I actually hit on the turtle doves. Ooh, but nice, nice. It was a 10 and a half. I'm Very nice. I'm on 14. So I wait, they did half size? I think it was like 10 and a half and 11 and a half. So I just like hit the first, you know, if 14 was available, 13 was available, I was just like, man, let me grab small sizes since that's the, like the average size of a man. You know what I'm saying? So I grabbed that. Like, 
And That's interesting though, because I didn't think they did half sizes. Even StockX only had it original listed, like, like it was full sizes. Easy supply. Easy supply had them. Wow, that's that's yeah. new. Because had uh, the Moon Rocks and all other ones had half, but the Turtle Doves were only full. So it's interesting yeah. they changed that up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got three pairs of the you know Adidas Yeezys. Um, just blessing someone else. I probably flip that Turtle Dove though. I'm gonna be honest. Since I, you know, if, if I can't go to SneakerCon uh, to get a trade or anything or any, just any a sneaker event that I've been DJing, my next one is going to be in Chicago. So probably next month, I'll probably hold on to it. If someone offers me a little pretty good bag, I, I wouldn't mind flipping it. So get some pennies with that, right? Trade them up for some pennies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised at how limited those turtle doves were. Yeah, I'm hitting very, a thousand Canadian right now. Limited. I, I like I really got lucky. I have just my phone and my tablet, and that's it. And I struggled on everyone I went out for. Which is good. I just I was I was thinking because yeah. I mean Yeezys are like when they've been re-releasing them, they've been re-releasing them in large quantities right. recently. So I was kind of thinking the turtle doves was gonna be like an easy, easy cop for everyone, right? Like you were gonna it's be seeing great like, Christmas time. And, and that might be it too. They might have another release. I was just, I was, I was a little surprised to see how many people didn't get them. I was, I was thinking like, you know, if 10 people entered seven or eight of them were going to win kind of thing. Right. Uh-huh. Or it was kind of like if 10 people entered one or two of them were getting it. Yeah. And I caught my, uh, my nets dunks or Mets dunks. I'm sorry. <laughs> cop those uh that was an easy super duper easy cop like i was 30 minutes late to the to sneaker <laughs> to sneakers app and still copped them like yeah those are the, those are the highs right they're the, yeah, the highs the, yeah. The highs. yeah 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 i like, yeah. The, I like all those fan. i'm not a mess fan but i'm a big knicks fan so it kind of reminds me of uh, alternate knicks colorway so right right definitely yeah, yeah. Had, i had to cop them, you know that's definitely one of one of the questions y'all gonna ask me a little later. I'm definitely gonna uh, tell you about my Knicks collection as well. Okay, let's we'll, yeah. we'll get into that for sure. And any wears for you recently in the last week or so? Now we be here for Gen Con. I've been wearing nothing but comic book sneakers. The first day we was here, I wore the Visible Woman Air Force Ones, the Thing Dunks, Human Torch Air Maxes yesterday and today. Uh, I'm wearing just like just some Tiffany dunks. Just get comfortable. <laughs> Dope. I love it. I love I love yeah. the choices. And that explains the X-Men t-shirt that you're rocking too. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just watched Spider-Man and Doctor Strange this week. So I'm like very excited about the next chapter yeah, for the MCU. Been <laughs> you got to watch Thor. Thor is really good. Yeah. I know so do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Thor's trash. Stop it. Thor's garbage. Stop it. Question. Favorite X-Men. Favorite X-Men? It has to be Logan. Yeah. That's my guy. I, there, there we go. I'm about to say, ain't, ain't nobody matching up to Wolverine, man. Yo, Wolverine is the go-to. And the thing about it, like, he matches my personality as well. You know, um, I'm live wired on the turntables, but I like to be left alone sometimes. So, like, <laughs> if I'm bothered, I will let you know, like, hey, <laughs> it's chill time, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. Uh, definitely. I do have some, you know, some you know, personalities kind of mimicking uh, Logan. So definitely, man, Wolverine is definitely one of my, my top, actually my favorite of all time. But I do have, also have a Silver Surfer, which he's a mutant, but still he's not an X-Men. But Silver Surfer, I love his story, his backstory. 
and his comic books is amazing. If you're not into the Silver Surfer storyline, you definitely want to might want to read up on it or even you know get on YouTube and see what he's about. Yeah, his backstory is dope for sure. Silver Surfer is a nice one. I, I agree. Wolverine is definitely my favorite, probably like hero of all time. And I think like like you too. I think personality, there's little things there too. But I just find like his powers are besides. And I know we're going off on a sidebar. But just like his powers, even besides like the claws and shit, is just crazy. You know, the healing factor and all the other shit that he can do. So there's a lot more to him. I think, you know, when you tear everything away, I think people just think like he's just like this savage. But I mean, there's a lot more to him. So Wolverine for me as well. And ironically, inside of the X-Men, my second is Gambit. I actually always resonated with Gambit. Waiting for someone to Um, mention Gambit. Gambit He's one of the best. Yeah, Gambit don't the Gambit don't get a lot of love, man. But yo, exactly. Gambit is is sick, man. So definitely an honorable mention in terms of the X Men. So that's dope. But yeah, I gotta agree. Wolverine, hands down. Definitely. <laughs> Anybody else? <Dope>. You guys? <laughs> I'm a huge comic book buff. Like that's like my other thing too. Like I'm entrenched in all of that. So yeah, Silver Surfer. I agree. His backstory is ill. I'm a fan since the uh, the movies started coming out. I'm I'm not gonna movies? lie. That's, that's, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a start. It was a stepping stone, you know. And a lot of people started actually like watching like some of uh, YouTube videos up on them, you know, and, uh, and then watching the other movies as well. So if you want to borrow the animated series, I have the whole DVD set. Right? Animated series, whoa! <laughs> that just came out on uh, Disney Plus, didn't it? Fox no, King, not yet. Uh, Oh, not yet. Not sure, but I have the old classic animated series. Uh, yes. Also, I have the Fox Spider-Man. Like those two are Coming childhood nights. Yes. That's, yeah. that's on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's on Disney Plus. They got yeah. that on it. So my sons are my sons are all into that, man. I've been I've been dragging my kids to the movies. That's our thing though. My two boys, my oldest boys, like they're heavy into that. My oldest, he's 17 now. Yeah. I took him since he was three years old to the movies, and I think it was uh this third Spider-Man. He's seen it. He would literally sit there and just take it in. And even to this day, like any of those superhero movies come in, we already, yo, dad, you got the tickets? I'm like, you already know. So we ready to go. So it's just, it's cool to, to share that, you know, with them. So it's just, it's nice, man. So yeah, they're all into it, man. You know, I got to drop a little game on them, some knowledge, you know, about some of the guys and all of that. So I think they, they really appreciate that. But that's, that's cool, man. I got to take them to a comic con. I've been like, I've been dragging my feet on that because we got one that comes to Toronto and I just never really got around to taking them. But yeah. I think that's something we got to, we definitely got to tackle. I think they would love that. So that's dope. That's and ill, man. I know we went on a, a sidebar, but this is, what we do. this is what we, this is what we do. So yeah. I had to, I had to, man. So now Rich, dope, if you're dope, dope. fan expo, what character are you going to dress up as to go? Like, I don't you know, man. I got to get someone I kind of look like maybe Luke Cage, you know, someone like that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Luke Cage, Luke Cage is an easy one. <laughs> where, I don't, where I don't gotta do too much. <laughs> you know what no, I, mean? I wanna see you go full out, Rich. Like I wanna see you get a full Wolverine <laughs> costume with like the ears and everything. I don't know about all that. <laughs> the most I'll get out of me is a T. Maybe I'll get a custom T done or something for it. But nah, that's dope. Sorry guys. <laughs> No, nice. That was that was cool. And as as we said earlier, TJ, we 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 tend to get off topic a little bit usually. So, oh yeah, nice, good week, Juan. What about you? That day they released a lot of Yeezys. I also participated in, but we're not going to call it whatever day they no, called yeah. it on the Adidas side. So <laughs> we'll call it I August second, twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. 
I got those Core Red 350s for my twin sister. She really wanted them, so I got lucky. Somebody wanted a pair of those foam runners. Just put my name in that. I won those. Put in another pair of socks. I won those. Other than that, I didn't really pay attention to the app today because they're all, they're like making you like jump to hoops. If you can like solve this puzzle, I don't know, go on this, read an article. But for worse, I read too much. Besides just like have and box my threes and bread ones. Pretty short and simple for me. Go, go. Oh, he was on a roll, man. <laughs> Yo, Wanda just like bang, 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 just quick with yeah. it, right? Adidas day, Adidas day. We'll just call it Adidas day. There we go. We'll call it Adidas day. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll get to make it five for six on uh, on Adidas pickup. So hopefully, Rich, you picked up some Adidas's this week, so we can go for six for six. And, you know that is that is not not happening, bro. <laughs> the trade stops with me. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> So I did pick up Adidas's on Easy Day, not for me, but you know this is a first, guys. We went five for six on Adidas pickups. This is this what Rich? You must be crawling in your skin on this one. The Lone Wolf, straight up. <laughs> Gosh. So I picked up a pair of the All Black Foam Runners for our homie Mike Williams. I got him like a size fourteen. So I'll be interested to see what those look like in hand. <laughs> a fourteen. It was like, remember when they would always have that Reebok shack in his size, like at the, right? at the store, and then you picked it up, and it was like literally the size of like, you know, went down to your torso, basically. Like, if you put it beside your head, it was like, you know, basically the size of your arm or whatever. That, that's what it's going to look like. I'll show it next uh, next week, hopefully, on the pod when I have it. But yeah, that, that was, a, that was, that was a, I, I was surprised at one, actually, because uh, I, I, not a lot of people hit. So I was uh, very surprised. I posted in our group chat and I was like, oh, Mike, got you the pair, man. And I was expecting like three or four other people to win because he asked for another size and I was the only one who got it. I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah, I also tried with the size 10 for his nephew and, it, and I didn't get it. So yeah, I was a little surprised at that. But an Adidas pickup, that's different. <laughs> okay, so where's I brought up my Air Jordan 1 bread toes. Nice. 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 Are we yes. selling those? I don't know. I can bring myself to do that, Rich. <laughs> I talked about it. I talked a lot of game about like, I don't need this and the breads. And I don't know that I can sell the bread toast. I keep them, man. No, I will give you lessons on self-control. If I can quit cannabis, you can sell the bread toast. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to keep them. As I talked about last time we recorded, I went away for a couple of days. So I just brought those and I brought my Air Max One Anniversary Reds. Kevin and I's goal this summer was to wear those more. So yes, nice trip. Staying true to that. Although I did get sand on the toe box. That was a little annoying. Oh, it's going to, you know, just battle scars. That's all. I just, I, I wiped it off. I wasn't anticipating walking on a beach. So that was, that was interesting, but. Yeah, they cleaned up pretty easily. So wore those. Wanted to get some wears Walk, out of them. Walking like a penguin. I know you were walking. Like, I, I was trying to, man. I was like, that was probably like some easy steps. <laughs> Quick question: With your uh, size, like fourteen feet, do you just slide over the sand, or do you sink in? <laughs> size twelve, so not quite that big. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a question: Like, how long you been wearing fourteens? So the 14 was actually for a buddy. Um, I, I'm, oh, okay. I'm a, I'm, Colin's, oh, okay. just, Colin's exaggerating. I'm a size 12, though. 
<laughs> I had a growth spurt like last year or two. Mm-hmm. Year I went from a size 12, 12 and a half, all the way to 14. I wear now. Oh, oh shit. shit, man. <laughs> We're like, gonna have to talk about that. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, that's like a collection that. crusher right there. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get into that. Did we you can... go to the doctors about this? Uh yeah. I uh, recently when I when I turned forty, that next day, it was, it was pretty weird because my doctor was just like, "Okay, uh, you were just here six months ago." <laughs> yeah. I was around size thirteen. She was like, "You were officially a 14. At age 40, I'll say, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, don't apologize to me. <laughs> apologize yeah. to my shoe collection that I have to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. Damn. Because we, we, we actually had another guest on who had the same thing when we did uh, some Kobe episodes, uh, the homie brother D. Yeah. Um, he went from like, what was it? It was like a size 10 to a 13 or something like that. It was 11. Yeah. I think he went from an 11 to, to a 13 or something like that. And same thing. You, I think he said it was like in his thirties that that happened. Like yeah. it just like one day his foot just grew two sizes, basically. I, That's crazy. I, I don't know how it happened. It just <laughs> like a half size, a half size I could see because I went for for a long time. Like I wore a nine and a half, and then I ended up in like Jordans, even Nikes and stuff, and I ended up going up to only like a size ten. I mean, in Nikes, I went to a ten and a half. And it was just weird because weird and sad because I had to get a rid. I literally got rid of like majority of my collection because I couldn't wear any of them. So I had to literally sell a lot of them off. And it was just shitty because a lot of stuff I had, it was hard to get it. Like they were, you know, gems and shit like that. So I definitely know that pain, man. And that's only a half size. I could imagine going from a nine and a half to like a ten and a half, you know, ten and a half, eleven, which would have been nuts. But now for me, collecting pennies, they're nostalgic, you know, uh, during the 90s, pretty much one of the biggest besides MJ and, you know, other sports athletes, man, around the world. But Penny was just such a dope, layback type of guy, you know? And for me to keep my pieces, I don't think I can. Well, then I did part ways with half of my collection during the pandemic, but it was just like sneakers I was just like, could not wear it anymore, you know? But, uh, uh, all the vintage, the OGs, I definitely kept all. Yeah, we got it. We'll we'll get into that. Definitely, definitely would love to hear about that. Uh, okay, just finish this up. So I wore Nike Lunar Glide. I believe it's the two or the three. I never, I uh, stickers ripped off on my box. I don't know which one it is. It's a really old shoe. It's like got to be twelve or thirteen years old at this point. Uh, wore those Air Max ninety infrared, Air Max ninety duck camo, Air Max one Atmos. And I also brought up for the first time this summer my LeBron 8 Low Miami Nights. Nice. It's been a while since I brought those out. It's about time. I've been thinking about about, Yeah, man. I wouldn't wear any other ones except these ones. I'm not going to get the, the, what do you call it, the the South Beaches because I'm going to wear these ones often. I won't get to wear out of the South Beaches. And I wore my LeBron 8 South Beaches yesterday as well. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, no, I, I'm surprised. Those Miami Knights I haven't worn for some reason this summer. I, I don't know why. Like, I thought about them a bunch of times and just haven't brought them out. Oh, wow. Like, Chad, we're in fucking August. We literally I, have one month left. I know. Like, <laughs> it goes out. Yeah. Bro, you're bugging. You should have been wearing those. Yeah, I thought you wore addicted, them for some reason. He's addicted to golf. It gets in his brain. He doesn't think about anything else. So he's just wearing <laughs> golf shoes. And... But I, 
what I've done is I've actually I've taken the Miami Knights out of the box and I have I have like a stack of basketball shoes behind me here. So I've put them on top of those boxes. So I see them every day now when I walk by and they're easily accessible too. So if I'm running out of the house now, I'm like, oh, I'll just pick these up and wear them. Strategy, guys, I'm thinking. There you go, Trev. Yeah, you got to put some more miles on those, man. We got literally a month left of summer. Bro. I put a lot of miles to, on them last get on year. That. So, yeah, I, but I do have to wear them more. You're right. I, I love that pair, and I just neglected it this summer. So that's my wears and pickups for this week. Come on, Rich. One Adidas pickup. You pick up any, like, Adidas socks, maybe, like, a hoodie, T-shirt, maybe, like. Underwear. Nothing. Never. I guess I'll start with pickups. Shout out to eBay Canada. My eBay pairs came in. We'll go with the first one. That is the Skepta 97. Beautiful pair. So those came in. Shout to the homie Juan for the, the alley-oop, I should say. And then the second pair, these bad boys are back. Look how clean these things are, man. And these are like pre-owned. Black cement threes. So those are back in the fold. This next pair was, actually wasn't a pickup. Shout out to the midsole collector, paying it forward. He actually blessed me with... The air trainers, threes, the medicine ball. So salute to the midsole collector, man, for yeah. this pair. Super clean pair, man. Actually, yeah, wow, fuck. I wore this shit a lot, like, since I had them. So clean. Perfect. So just getting a lot of wear out of these. So salute to the midsole collector on those. Um, yeah, I got a bunch more, too, but I'm going to cap it off with this. I got some some other penny stuff, so I'm going to save it for next week. Um, I got a nice one, actually, that I picked up recently. But we'll finish it off with... That social status pair salute to the homie Juan once again. Ooh, nice. To me with those. I actually like it just with, but I just like this look. And honestly, you know what? It was a nice nod to the OG. I don't know how you feel about that, DJ. I, I feel like it was definitely a, a nice nod. Mind you, they should have fucking released the OG first. I don't know why they did this pair first, but of course they got to build the hype and all of that good stuff. So I've been talking to a lot of guys, like a lot of collectors in terms of pennies, and we're scared when it comes to that OG pair because I, I don't know, man. I'm Like I said, I already have it in my head that I'm probably going to have to pay resale for it, which I'm okay with. I need to secure at least one pair. But this social status pair is actually really dope, really yeah. dope pair. I gave it hell. Like when, when we seen those pictures first, I was just like, what the fuck is this, man? Like give us the OG but the black one, like I said, which is the pair that I got, like I said, it was a nice nod, I think, to the OG. So I still feel incomplete, though. I need, I need that Orlando. Like, I need that <laughs> yeah. Orlando. Yeah, I'll need it. <laughs> this, this will scratch the itch for the time being. But even after getting these, I'm like, I need the Orlandos. Like these are nice, yeah. but I need the Orlando. <laughs> we need them, man. We need them. I'm going off top just because of the the price. I knew they was gonna come with some amazing material. I've seen. You know, the, the lick pictures and stuff like that. I was like, oh, it's kind of ashy. I was like, you know what? These are lick pictures. You got to have them in hand. And when you have them in hand, oh, my goodness. You see why they was 220, you know? Or, you know uh, it's crazy. I agree. You, uh, in Toronto, like, what was the price? What was the retail price? One actually got me these in the States. So I'm not even sure what they went for out here. They were at 220 American. Uh-huh. So I would say probably close to, I want to say three, maybe after tax, it would be out here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they tack on, it's maybe like a $30, $30, $40 difference. So call yeah. it 250, 260. And then after tax, yeah, we're looking at almost 300 for this and, pair. 
converts to 282 uh, Canadian. So yeah. yeah, probably about 300, which is crazy. I still would pay that. Like the quality on this shoe is just like amazing. Even when you like stroke the suede, like yeah. it's just, it's nuts, man. So I will say that well-crafted, comfortable two I found. I have the Penny One, the NYX colorway from, what is it? Four, I want to say. Oh, five. Yeah, oh, five. I broke those shits out the other day, too, because like I said, I'm like, I need those Orlandos. And they're not bad comfortability-wise, but I found these, like I wore these probably two days ago, and these were just, they were solid, like very comfortable. So I was impressed with that. So I'm hoping that Orlando colorway as well, kind of the same thing. But yeah, like you said, the quality, the craftsmanship, yeah, well worth the price, um, in my opinion. Good, great, um, great, great. Super clean, man. So salute to the homie Juan, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, this was nice. That Shout cares. out to Pete. I was just talking to him, and he we were talking about that Orlando pair. That Orlando pair, he's just like, man, I need him. But he's like, you know, the, the social status will be a plan B um, if I don't get him. I'm like, we, we got to get these things, man. But the social status, once again, like I told him, I said, the social status pair, it's dope. Nice nod to that OG. Um, I think they did a really good job with it, so it doesn't even hurt to have that pair as well. I'm hoping all of you know the penny collectors are able to get their hands on that Orlando pair. Yeah. Um, I, it just, like I said, it just it's shitty when you know guys like us who want to wear it, you know, and then you get guys who come in and scoop them up and then just trying to make a buck. So I just, it's just, it's annoying in that yeah. regard. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. So those are the pickups. Where's uh, wore those Skepta ninety sevens whole lot whole lot wearing those things like every day the gold air max 97s as well that's my front door pair i haven't worn the blacksmith threes yet the medicine balls wore those shits a ton the social status pennies wore those i wore that nick's penny one as well air max 90s the duck camels too trev that's like a go-to um i'm on that one heavy that's probably about it man like kev i was off last week so just running around Nice to be with the family and spend some time. I'm more tired than when I, I took off from work. That's the only downside. But no, it was good. Fun week. And I went to the beach and I wore my Crocs. Bam. Colin. Colin's favorite. Okay. Yeah. I'll, give them, I'll give them a pass at the beach or at the pool. But anywhere else, I'm not going to know. There's a water shoe. It's okay. But anywhere no, they else. Came, they came in clutch, man. I put them shits in sports mode. Went into the water with it. Yeah, had, you know, don't touch all that nasty shit on the floor. Yeah, the rocks, the weed, the yeah, snails, all Canadian water. Yeah, I don't do none of that. So the Crocs <laughs> definitely came in clutch. I'm not walking in that water with nothing on my feet. Room, Sorry. room, Rich. Oh, yeah. Just put those straps on. It was good to go. So Crocs came in clutch. That was my week, man. So once again, salute to eBay Canada. Those pre-owned pairs, amazing. That Skepta pair has been on my radar for some time. So I'm definitely glad to have those in the fold. So, yeah. All right, DJ, it's all about you, man. Let's go. All right, yeah, let's get into it. I'm super excited to have Mr. DJ Monte Carlo with us today, part of our Penny Month. If uh, anybody doesn't know, he's a huge, huge uh, Penny collector. He's got, his, as Trev mentioned before, he's got his own show that he uh, hosts on Tuesdays, uh, which is Heaven Sent. It's called Heaven Sent. So, fittingly, it's on Tuesdays as well, so, uh, One Cent Tuesdays. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us, DJ. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. You guys are having fun already, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. this is a good time. Yo, this That's is what we do. This is what we do, man. This is what we do. So I'm glad you you, yeah. you feel in the vibes. This is what it is, man. 
Before we jump into this, I got to wake up early tomorrow morning, so I'm going to head out. Thanks for jumping on, though, Kali. That's dope. Yeah, you can find me at C3 The Hollywood Life or The Hollywood Life on IG. You can find me buying a ton of Adidas. Find me everywhere. You're not going to find me at Amish. You'll find Rich there, but hey, take these guys. <laughs> I say you can find me in Barbados, but by the time this is over, I'll be back in Canada smoking some reefer. Let's go. Make sure you're not Bye, taking marijuana from some from no strangers. Remember, no marijuana from no strangers. Meaning, isn't me, marijuana from states? Isn't it from every stranger when you don't grow it yourself, Rich? <laughs> yeah, we know the plugs, man. Stop uh, it. Get out of here, man. <laughs> don't talk to strangers, Holly. Especially ones with marijuana. <laughs> Later. All right. Peace out, Holly. All right. So back to, again, we have uh, DJ Monte Carlo with us. So we'll get into this um, and we'll start like uh, how we always do. So we like to get a little bit of backstory. So DJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about your sneaker journey? Uh, you know, some, what are your, some of your favorite brands, models and colorways maybe that uh, got you into the oh sneaker my, game? Oh my goodness. My take journey, us back. Take us back. My journey started 1991. I was playing ball outside the park, not inside the park, but outside and seeing a Metro bus drive right past a big highlighted plastered across the bus, a 1991 Air Jordan 6 black infrared. Oh, like an ad, an ad on the bus. The first, it was the first year Foot Locker started doing ads with billboards and, and, you know, just all types of wraps around, you know, bands, you know, just everything. They went all out for the, the six. And I, I didn't realize until the, you know, the NBA season started. I really wasn't in sneakers at all. I was a graffiti kid. I was, uh, you know, I was just into art. I was always drawing. But that Jordan 6 caught my eye. And the next day, I was drawing it every single day. I wasn't even doing <laughs> schoolwork. I was just like, man, this sneaker is so freaking amazing. Which he ended up, you know, MJ winning, uh, you know, his first championship in. And I mean, again, I knew of sneakers. I knew of the sneaker culture being from New York. But it was just that moment when I seen that bus. I was just like, yo, I fell in love. And that's when it started. And it was days where I would get on the, the six train, going to different parks, hooping or doing tagging or, you know, just doing my thing with, you know, graffiti or seeing different kids different as we call it in the hood the dope boys and seeing these guys on motorcycles and you know shooting crabs and, and seeing different sneakers and i fell in love with sneakers 1991 that's the year i definitely dove head first <laughs> you know so my, dudes, my dudes couldn't afford you know those type of you know kicks back then so we had to settle with the Converse. We had to settle with, uh, you know, Reeboks, Reebok Classics. But yeah, man, those those the childhood memories, man. And that's my journey. That's how it started. And next thing you know, like, I always wanted to be different. So uh, I would go to Cyphers, B-Boy Cyphers and stuff like that. I would see the, the superstars, uh, kids wearing the Asics. Just different kicks, you know what I'm saying? You know, just being from New York, man, really... You get the best of both worlds, you know. We do rock our Timberland, you know, and <laughs> and definitely the sneaker, the sneaker culture as well, man. With different Jordans, Sockney, Adidas, Reeboks, and at that time, I want to be so different to where I wanted to walk in school my third grade year. I was just like, what is the sneaker that no one has 
and I will make everyone flip. Kevin Johnson came out with the the Converse, the Converse React. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was just like, it's totally different. Nobody's wearing it. A lot of people was wearing airline gear. A lot of people was wearing, you know, the you know the normal Air Force Ones, Jordans. I just wanted to be different. I walked on campus that year, first day of school, and everybody was like, "You got the KJ's on," and you know, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was crazy, crazy. I I remember that moment. I cherished that moment when everybody's you know dapping me up, and you know, I was want to be different. You know, I was want to be different. So that's another time where I was just like, yo, sneakers changed my life, you know, and then got my first pair of Jordans Christmas, getting the Aqua 8s, you know, Okay. and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's another, you know, it kind of made me cherish sneakers more, even more when you get your favorite pair, you know, never asked my parents for any Jordan because I knew they couldn't afford them, but my auntie ended up buying me that pair for Christmas, so. Yeah. Dope, dope. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like you're a big fan of like straps on sneakers that when you were younger, because yeah, the Kevin Johnson, I mean, well, I mean, and that was an era where straps were kind of like, you know, on trainers and the, and the Jordan eight, the Nike Air Raids, the, the, the reacts that you mentioned also had a strap on it too. I remember. So it sounds to me like that was something that you gravitated towards in terms of the really style did. and aesthetic. I really did. And, and you know what? It was another pair of the Ewing 92. Yes. Okay. And that was a hot top with the strap, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I really don't like them now, but back then, <laughs> hey, you give me something with, you know, with the strap, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, that that was an era, like, when straps were in. So, yeah. I mean, it was hard to find a shoe that didn't look dope without it back then, and everyone sort of gravitated toward it. But it was, was kind of cool to hear that you know that converse react was it was also a shoe that i remember seeing when i was a kid and thinking man like these are dope like those and obviously the grandmamas but yeah like converse came correct with some of their sneakers too and and it's nice that you mentioned how new york was because there was so many different styles you kind of could you know pick and choose what kind of style you you know obviously you have the the timberlands as staples or whatever but you know you you could have people uh in the b-boy groups rocking uh you know the adidas or you know, ASICs or whatever the case is, there was always something. And it was all about just making it your own. Like you said, you wanted to walk in with something that nobody else had. You wanted to be unique. And I feel like New York had that in terms of style, right? Yeah. One more, one more pair. Again, 93 was a staple before me because that's when my mom changed the rules for you get one pair for the rest of the year and you're done. No, (laughs) he was just like, okay, you get a pair for your birthday. You get a pair for the beginning of the school year and Christmas. So oh, three. that's game changer. <laughs> then, you know, when it was come, when it was time for my birthday, I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to get no Jordan since I already have a pair. The BK Diamond. Oh, the BKs. <laughs> okay. Derek, this guy's going. <laughs> Derek Coleman. I was just like, y'all, I was a fan of the big guys. I was always about like David Robinson extremely when Shaq came in in you know in the NBA in 93 so again 93 was definitely a staple point of my like journey and can you know because not only Shaq was like that type of you know kid or who he's gonna sign with who's gonna sign with he ended up going mm. with the Reebok man and I end up winning a pair at a camp Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, the Shaq Nelson, yeah. 
No, Shack Attacks. The Shack Attacks. The Shack Attacks, yeah, yeah with the pump on it. Yeah. I ended up wearing a pair at a camp. You know, it was the last day of camp. And uh, they were just like, hey, who has the best, the perfect attendance, the best behavior? And they completely, completed all the, like, the games and assignments and stuff. And I was like, four people or you know they just picking like four people and it was just like okay all right which one of these kids deserved that sneaker i got the gift card and the first thing i i did i was just like yo i'm getting those shacks (laughs) 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 yeah man it was uh it was back back then it was athlete's foot y'all remember that yeah i do yeah yeah. Yeah. we we didn't have it in canada but yes i do remember yeah athlete's foot i remember yeah yeah yeah, so again 93 was that year for me. <laughs> and sneakers, man. That's so dope. Very, the very first time I can see, I can lay my sneakers across my shelf and, mm-hmm. and I have multiple pairs, you know, and after that, it was just like, you know, no turning back. The, yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. You had a collection back when you were younger. I know, like you mentioned, a lot of people just the beginning of the school year pair that was supposed to last you throughout the year, your mom changed that up and allowed you to have three pairs. Did you ever pull the trick where you were like, I'm going to save up my birthday and Christmas and get something really special. Because <laughs> I remember I used to do stuff like that. Yeah, true. I ended up winning a Boys and Girls Club Sweet Stakes where I was able to, a money, I'm sorry, a money gram, a money, uh, it was something that we, you know, you can save up and it'll turn into, you know, a large amount of money. Forgot what it's called. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank right now. I ended up winning two of them. And I gave one to my sister. She ended up keeping hers, but I ended up spending mine, which I ended up getting like 150 back. And I ended up getting some clothes and I got the Fila. The Grand Hills. Yeah. Yeah, of course. (laughs) When everyone said when anyone says Fila's in the 90s, it had to be Grand Hills. Grand Hills, man. (laughs) And this is like 95. So like Yeah. Yeah, it's the Grand Hill ones. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones. So, the ones drop. And I just yeah. remember the Sprite commercial. I remember the Sprite commercial. And guess where they were? They was at Shoe Carnival. I, I don't even know what that is. Is that uh, a store? Yeah, Shoe Carnival is basically a discount store, basically. Oh, like a Payless, something like that. Yeah, but they all had name brand sneakers there. Okay, okay. Yeah, so there were no like outlets or anything, but... Chew Carnival was it, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you wanted to get some, you know, something for the low. And mm-hmm. got those, like, uh, 95, the summer of 95, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a big bear, too. I mean, I remember That's crazy. You know, seeing, you, you, saw, you saw the iconic picture of Tupac wearing those uh, right. one time. And then I think it was the Grand Hill 2s that Method Man wore in the in the marriage yeah that was 96 because i remember the i remember the grand hill ones in 95 because i was in fifth grade when those came out and that shoe i was just like man that shoe is just beautiful that that navy blue and white you know the feeler logo and then i ended up getting the grand hill twos in 96 when i was in sixth grade i got the pair i think he won the all-star game that all blue navy suede um pair i had those joints and I, man, I wore those shit every day. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's the thing with sneakers. I don't, you don't forget those things, right? So the Grand Hill 2, you know, he had a good run with Fila because yeah. us kids, we wanted those shoes. You know what I mean? And who would have thought, you look at Fila now, and I'm not nothing against Fila, but it's like, 
you know, you look at Fila now and it's like, yo, dudes are checking for Fila like that back then. I'm like, yeah, man, them grand bills, mm-hmm. them shits were a problem. The stack jury stack house, stack same thing. Like insane. those those shits were a problem, man. But I always loved that that Grand Hill one for the time. It was a beautiful shoe, a oh, yeah. beautiful shoe. I didn't hoop in them. I just wore them to school. That was about it. I, lo- I lasted like a whole, like going into, you know, I got them summer 95 and wore them into the school year. And they were looking still fresh. They were good. I yeah. fucked around and balled in mine. So those, yeah, those. <laughs> those but later, those later, I ended up getting, uh, later in my years, I started getting all black shoes. So I, I copped the all black ones with the patent leather stripe on the side. That's when they first rolled Black in the in the, the Grand Hill too as well. They had an all black pair. They had you know, black I remember a girl went to school and she had them. Yeah, yeah, they had all black. That's crazy. That's crazy. But I remember those days. Yeah, man. My mom was like, my joint was my mom was like, you get one at the start of the school year, and then you get one for your birthday. So like school obviously September. My birthday's in March. So I had to make I had to make sure that shit lasted me yeah. until March. So I was like, I get home, I'm putting them shits in the box. I'm cleaning them up because <laughs> my mom didn't play. Cause she's like, yo, you only getting two pairs. That's it. You know, two pairs. And like I told the guys before, my mom doesn't celebrate Christmas. So I grew up not celebrating Christmas. So okay. I never got anything in terms of like, you know, most people they go, Christmas comes, everybody getting the new J's or whatever. So I really had to make that shit last until like March. So there was, there was no in between, but she got me whatever I wanted. So that's one thing I will say. You know, salute to moms. Whatever pair I wanted when it came to the school year and my birthday, she dropped the bag on it. So that was the bonus. I got yeah. whatever shoe I wanted. That was like, like as long, yeah, as long as you deserved it, as long as you earned it. Just like how DJ was saying, you know, he saved up his money, earned it in camp, like that type of thing. Like you had those motivational things that you had to do in order to get your sneakers. So it's nice to hear those stories because, oh yeah, um, those type of moments, like getting your first pair or getting the first sneaker that you bought with your own money. Like it's- mm-hmm. <laughs> I still remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's dope. So, I mean, like your collection, obviously, you know, you wanted to stay fresh when you were younger, you know, and your collection sounded like it had a lot of variety, but what's your collection look like now? Like what are some of your favorite pairs that are in your collection now? Okay. Aside from pennies, like we'll get into the penny stuff. Okay. I know you got stuff other than pennies. We'll, yeah, we'll get I do. Into- <laughs> I actually do. All the early uh, LBJs around the, you know, the time where, you know, they were releasing early 2004, 2005. I was getting all the Zoom generations. Mm-hmm. I ended up moving uh, to Sirius Q. So it was just like a, a outlet, Nike outlet. Now it's a ploy store now. But back then I was seeing the Zoom generations for like 75 bucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bucks, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. All the OG colorways, you know, and each sneaker come with like a hoodie, like a LeBron James hoodie or a wristband, a headband and stuff like that. So I was all for it. Like, hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know get two, three pairs, right? Right, right. And then there was the RPKs, you know, uh, the G units and the S. Mm, Carters. Right, right. Big, big Jay-Z fans. So like I was going to the Foot Locker outlets uh, around the time when they, you know, was dropping and. I'm not sure for sure y'all know about a store called Men Alive. It's like a hip hop store. Um, yeah, it's like a hip hop store. They had Sean John, Rockaware, uh, Mecca, you know, a lot of, this is like 2005. So like 
all the hip hop, you know, brands, they was in this store. And I will never forget seeing uh, the poster of Jay-Z and 50 Cent at their lease parties or whatnot, holding up their sneakers. And I was just like, yo, I like these, you know, these low top kind of look like Gucci, you know, mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of sneakers. In. And I uh, fell in love with them for a minute. I was, I was rocking them. I still have a, several pair, but it was just the times where, you know, I'd be into something and then I switched to something else. Saucony Jazz, the classic Saucony Jazz, if y'all familiar with that shoe, man, it done something to me around the time I was in college. I always wanted to, you know, uh, be in, in track and stuff like that. So I had a girlfriend that was always running every every morning. So, hey, I wanted to get, <laughs> I wanted to get, you know, fitted for, you know, a running shoe, you know, and that jazz yeah. really turned it out because not only I can, you know, run in it, I can dress it up, dress it down, you know. Then there were, rest in peace, uh, Jam Master J. His collab came out around 2002. So it was hard to find that thing in Queens, man. His superstar, it was all black with his face on the tongue. It was so oh, yes, yeah. hard. I didn't find that sneaker in my size. It was, it was a 12 then. And I found them on eBay for like 200. It was used, but I ended up buying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The 1988, 89 Run DMC, I didn't find that until maybe 2010, 2012. Oh. Yeah, man. So, like, I've been dabbling through a lot of brands. A lot. (laughs) Well, I like to to hear that. I mean, like, you know, obviously, you know, Penny is is a Nike uh, sneaker signature line. But, I mean, it just sounds like from when you were growing up, that was sort of instilled in you to sort of, like, dabble in different brands, uh, you know, like play around with the different fashion and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, you're talking about B, your b-boy days, your graffiti days, like all these other influences, your DJing as well, you know, like all that sort of plays into how your collection has been built and, and even to as this day. Now? As a now, the, the, the question you actually asked, okay. Yeah, like now, now. Now, <laughs> now it's, I'm doing reach back with phone pods. It's a lot of phone pods that are going for the low right now. They're not putting any product out for the phone. Yeah. Some of the, the the Jordans that with Nick colorways, you know, like the Jordan 9. That's <laughs> it was a Jordan 3, I think, that came out with Nick. Jordan 3, I recently, yeah. I, I recently got that, but now I have to shop for a 14. Now I'm, not, I'm no longer a 13. Uh, <laughs> right. so, a lot of these sneakers, you know, I have to, re, you know, even sell or trade. A lot of these mm-hmm. sneakers I've kept for, you know, trade bait, but yes. I've tried my best to regain a lot of these sneakers in my size, you know, so I can wear them. I got lucky not too long ago, around May, I say around May, I got the 2000 and, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, 2000 Dunk High Nick, New York Nick color. Ooh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then the yeah. low from 2003, which is a, a Dunk Pro instead mm-hmm. of SB. The New York Knicks from 2010, and I've been going deep in my bag trying to collect all the dj clark kent sneakers so oh dope. uh yeah so i've been in in my bag right now man yeah it's, yeah but with all the the latest pennies been dropping too so yeah well i was gonna say like i you know are there some pairs that you're still on hunt for it sounds like the, the yeah. clark kent the clark kent is is definitely oh, something yeah. you want to complete you know aside from that like is there anything else like some big pairs that maybe that you're still on the hunt for or maybe that have eluded you the Quest Love, the Quest Love. Oh, the dunks. Uh, one. 
No, the Air Force One. Oh, the Air Force. Okay, I have okay. The I have you the have the dunks. Okay. The Air Force One is like going for like two K. Oh my god! Yikes! For an Air Force One, wow. I am looking for the tangent. The tangent uh, phone posit. Let's see. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Another galaxy in a, four, in a, in a size fourteen. A galaxy phone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, it just. It's just a lot of lot to you have to, you know, sometimes I do take the insole out of some of my 13s that I do like plan to like keep because they're, you know, they're even rare or they're, you can't find them nowhere else. Yeah. I think the rare pairs definitely keep them or get rid of it once you replace it. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, yeah. some of them are hard to acquire again. And I'm not, I'm like, these guys know I'm not opposed to having pairs that I can't necessarily wear. But it's in my possession. Right. <laughs> so. And, and the, some of these prices are skyrocketing. Like my, my entire Daylight Soul dunk, like packs, both packs from the 2005 and 2015, like they skyrocketed in price. So Crazy. I'm like, I, I'd rather keep these 13s, you know? And one one pair, I have a, a size 12 and a half, you know? So I'm like, ugh. It's yeah. <laughs> it's tough for you because you're right. Like you mentioned earlier that you grew two sizes not that long ago. So there's probably still a lot of pairs that you're on the hunt for, but not because you didn't have them previously. It's because you need to replace them now, right? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, you own them. Now you have to get them again in your new size, which is, yeah. man, I can't even imagine what that's like. I know Rich was saying that earlier. Another one of our guests previously, Brother D, had the same thing too. And it's, you know, a lot of these pairs you can't, like he was a big Kobe collector. So a lot of these PEs or whatever the case was right. in his size, you can't get them anymore. So, I mean, for you, it's like, yeah, you almost have to hold them even though you can't wear them and then worry about getting them back first in, in, in your right. regular size before you can uh, <laughs> you get rid of the other one. But I can't even imagine I, what that's like. That's I have crazy. some J's and nine and a halves. I was I, like, I'm I, not even getting rid of them just because it's, it's hard for some of the older stuff to find. So I was like, I'm holding on to it. If I do plan to get the Holy Grail of Holy Grails, which yeah. is their mag, I wouldn't mind trading off some, you know, some of my exclusive pairs. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, like the the unhold Heaven's Gate. I have that. I have that. I've never. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and that's pairs going for like almost 2K, you know, 1.5, yeah. you know. Because that was an unreleased pair, right? Right, right. So. Yeah, man, it just, you know, I end up luck, lucking on that, you know, doing a eBay auction and paid a little bit more than what I expected to, <laughs> but, you know, it's, you know, this is the backstory. I like the craziness, weird story behind it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, if it's to get, like you said, like if it's to get something that, you know, it's, it's considered your grail grail, something that, you know, is almost unattainable, right? You know, the air mag especially in, in the era that we grew up in like that back to the future, when you saw that sneaker, you know, in, in the movie, it was just unreal to see something like that. And, you know, back then it was like, you know, future was all like when people looked to the future, it was all about like flying cars, the hoverboard, the auto lacing sneakers and things that light that had lights on them and everything. So, you know, it, you I, I hope, I hope you get that, yourself getting that pair. Would I consider getting that pair? Yeah. Um, I would love to own that pair, to be honest, because I was a huge Back to the Future fan. And I remember watching that movie in the theater with my dad and then seeing that scene when he laces those up and he goes on the hoverboard and just being just blown away. So when Nike said that they were going to release that pair, 
uh, non-auto lacing one, I was just like, wow, I can't believe this is actually like finally happening. Yeah. Um, and then it was like a, it was an auction. So it was yeah. one of those things where I, I, I definitely knew I wouldn't be able to get a pair uh, at a reasonable price. But if there is an opportunity for me to get one in my size, yes, like you, I would trade some of the pairs that I'm not wearing, maybe some, uh, okay. maybe get rid of some other valuable sneakers in order to get it. But I mean, it's tough to, to throw like, you know, Ten, twelve thousand dollars. How about, how about any other other guys? Like <laughs> any of you guys that love to have a mag? So I'll throw a different opinion out here. So I'll oh, be yeah. a little bit younger. If, if I hell yeah, if I had the opportunity. Yeah, Trev, Trev don't even know what Back to the Future is. Trev don't even know who Michael J. Fox is. <laughs> oh, so oh, oh come on, man. I know who Michael <laughs> you, J. Fox is. Hold up, hold up. Do, do you know who Michael J. Fox is? Yeah, eight simple rules, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there, man. But no, if I had the opportunity, hell yes. Like Kevin said, our, and I, it's funny too, because I watched Back to the Future a trillion times, and I don't even think I appreciated that scene when I was younger, as much as I do now, like mm-hmm. looking back on it, just the impact of that scene. But I remember that scene, like when he puts on the fucking shoes and, you know, the laces, zoop, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. what? I remember as a kid, you're just like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. and then the jacket, when he puts the jacket on, yeah. it's too big and he pulls the thing and it freaking adjusts to his side. And that was all Nike. And that's what I mean. I don't think at the time I appreciated, like realizing that that was Nike behind right. all of that shit. You know what I mean? So that was their take you know, on yeah. futuristic. Exactly. Like just, you know, their, their insight in, into things, but that back to the future pair, like, hell yeah. Like in a heartbeat, I'm fucking wearing them. <laughs> like wearing those shits, not putting yeah. them up. I'm wearing them. Exactly. So, and I have to get it in my size so I can wear it. Iconic like, shoe. It sounds like Trev, Trev has, has an opposite size, opinion. Yeah. Though. Well, okay. So I'm, so first of all, I, <laughs> I, I love how you guys have this like affinity for other sneaker brands that I just don't have. I just, I was, I was trying to jump in there a couple times, but when I grew up in like the early 2000s, it was Nike everything. Like, yeah, Nike, fair enough. Yeah. Nike, it was Nike everything. <laughs> like, Reebok was a little bit like, there was a little bit of Reebok basketball at that time. You still had some of the yeah. Iversons and there was a couple things, but it was Nike everything. Like, that's what I grew up well, on. So especially far. with the Alpha program, like, that's when the flight zooms and, and <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. That the Alpha program. And yeah. the shocks, yeah, like they really took off, man. From it, I, it like, hey, man, soon when uh, Y2K landed, hey, we was like, <laughs> <laughs> everything was Nike, man. <laughs> everything. It's, it's so, it's so true. Finish well, and, and and that's the thing. Like, I love how when you guys talk about this, you have like this affinity for Fila and Reebok, and like even it, to some extent Adidas, right? Like, there's yeah. all these different brands that were so big. Where me, it's like. It doesn't have a swoosh. I don't want it. Like, <laughs> I totally understand. Right? Yeah. With the Back to the Future shoe, no, it's not. Like, it's just the movie's not from my time, so it just it doesn't hold that same value <laughs> that it, that it holds for you guys. But I understand. Like at the time, seeing it and being like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy! Like, this is so cool! Like that kind of thing." Right? So, but for me, no. Like, I, I personally wouldn't. I got you. Got you. <laughs> and we can we can respect that. And it, and it's it's cool too, like Trev, for you, like your perspective, because like you said, like to that, like early two thousand, and like we're coming from a time where it's like I said, we we literally watched like the evolution, like of sneakers. There were so many other brands, and that's why I love, like like you said, when we have these conversations with guys, you know, a bit older coming from that time, because you know our parents, like you said, they my mom couldn't afford Jordans, so and it was almost like a blessing because I got to appreciate so many other brands because of that 
And then also with the athletes, right? There were so many athletes from that time, like in the early 90s, that had their own brands. You know, you have, like, we always talk about the Kamikazes, the Shaq Gnosis's, you know, the Filas, you know, the Grand Hills. There was just so many. And I think for me, I almost am glad that at the time, you know, like I said, I, I didn't get a Jordan because it made me appreciate all these other brands, all these other shoes, all these other athletes. And that ties back into Penny. And I think for me, that's why with Penny Hardaway, you know, outside of Jordan, like he's my favorite player. Like I said, Jordan is default. Everyone's going to say Michael Jordan. You have to have someone outside of Michael Jordan. I don't care what you say. Like there, <laughs> yes. there needs to be another person like yeah. outside of Jordan. And the that's example, what it was for me with Penny. The example for me is that that player was Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good point. So like yeah. It's out of that generation. And it was that, like, for me, shocks hold such a value to me. Like, those basketball shocks, like, I would love to see them do more with, the like, the VC, like, twos and threes. Like, I know they've done the BB4s. I would love to see them do more with that kind of stuff. Because, like, for me, that was the shoe that I remember seeing as a kid and being like, wow. Like, that that was the shoe that was unobtainable that my parents wouldn't get. That was that was futuristic for Trev. That was futuristic yeah. for Trev. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> when he was growing up in the 2000s and he saw Back to the Future 2, he was like, 2015, that's like 10 years from now. It's not going to be flying. <laughs> it's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> what are these flies? But back back when we watched it in the, in the, in in 1989, you know, 2015 sounded like a long time away. But you know, going back to the grail thing, I, I do long, hope you get those. Long time away. <laughs> I do hope you get those grails. Uh, the the mags <laughs> definitely a crazy shoe. Um, and, and if you were to get them, it'd be the auto lacing one, right? It, uh, it almost would happen. I'll, I'll take I I take the non auto. Take the non auto. Yeah. I probably would too. I think I would prefer the auto, but I would settle for a non-auto just to have it. But, you know, I also want to talk about, like, you know, your DJ career, too, because, you know, you do a lot of DJ, you do a lot of partying, uh, sorry, DJing a lot of parties and that sort of thing. But, you know, there's a lot of ties between sneakers and music as well. So uh, you mentioned, you know, the, the Quest Love joints that you have, the De La Soul dunks and all that stuff, too. So in terms of your DJing career, how did you get into DJing? Was And what's the scene like in terms of DJs for sneakers? Okay. Well, as we know, a lot of DJs, professional DJs, sneaker collectors turn into DJs. A lot of producers that are DJs as well. In New York, anywhere in the East Coast, it's a, it's a big thing. You've got to have something fresh for the clubs. got to right. have something fresh for a day party or something. You know what I'm saying? Just gotta have something fresh on me i've i've been djing since i was 16 years old so like going to dj battles they sneaking me in clubs just to (laughs) day for you know five minutes and lose and then i have to go home you know (laughs) that was it that was it i I would never forget i've dj'd a poetry slam and this is the very first time where you know it was an all-age event it was outside of a patio it wasn't inside the bar or anything, but it was, and this is the first time I actually, my, my mom actually seen me DJ. And it was always just like, oh, you're just wasting your time, you know, with these older guys and, you know, they're going to lead you to trouble. But every time when they would come pick me up to go to like Cypress and B-Boy, you know, competitions or something, but they would tell her like, their son got something special. I don't know if you've seen him because he doesn't, own a pair of turntables himself. But every time he comes to our studio, 
he doesn't break dance anymore. <laughs> he's on the <laughs> tables. He's learning, you know. So I'll never forget that jazz open mic slash a poetry slam. And they let me rock for a good hour before the, you know, the event started. And it was people coming in, you know, just sitting there. And then next thing you know, had people on the dance floor. It was like, hold on, everyone, like, you know, this place is, not, you know, the, the event haven't even started yet. Everybody want to party. And that was the very first time I, I got to rock a, a crowd. And it, they were all older, older than me. And weeks later, we was moving. I'm sorry, months later, we was moving. And we decided to, to have a going away party and invited some of my friends, some of my friends from school. They all came over. We were just having a great time. And... One of the homies, they he had some turntables and brought them in, and we had a great time. And my mom really blessed us and just to have a free mind uh, as kids. She wasn't really strict, but we knew mom dudes didn't play. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but still she let us grow, let us be ourselves. She let me grow into my own man, my own personality. You know what I'm saying? So that what led me to, you know, stop being boy and go and transition into a, a turntables. And again, my older buddies, you know, they was telling her like, hey, he's almost better than us. So we're telling you right now, this kid has a gift, you know? And it was those times where those summer, summer camps, you know, I'll be missing out because I'm DJing somewhere, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? So I, I really appreciate Mom Deuce letting me have my little leeway and, and learn stuff, man. Even bumped my head a couple times. And as y'all know, man, New York City is a diverse city. My family is um, it's African. And my, my dad's side, well, my mom's side is African. And my dad's side is Puerto Rican. So I got the best of both worlds, especially learning a lot of music genres. Mm-hmm. Um, building my own collection went to Fat Beats off 24th and St. Nicholson out in Harlem, New York. So I had to catch the A train from Queens, catch the, the six from Brooklyn and go to Harlem. So at an early age, I'm 12 years old, 13 years old, learning uh, my way around the city. Yeah. Uh, by 16, um, you know, I'm leaving school, going to the record store, digging <laughs> in crates, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yes, my journey as a DJ, man, started when I was 16 and by 23, I was a professional DJ, DJing full parties, you know, college parties. Uh, again, as I say, uh, you know, we end up moving near the Syracuse. So college dorm was like right across the street from us. There you, you go, know? yeah. So met quite a few frat guys and wanted me to DJ for their, you know, their house parties and, and events and stuff like that. And uh, that's how I got my name, Monte Carlo was always driving my beat up Monte Carlo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, T-Top, oh. you know, and this is like 2002. Yeah, 2002. So like everyone knew where I was coming down the street. <laughs> 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 but I had my DJ equipment in the back ready to start the party, man. Right. So, DJ equipment yeah. in the back, fresh kicks on feet, I'm sure. Oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. I had a train was Air Force Ones and a velour. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You had to have a velour suit. Yeah, um, oh yeah, we had cool. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like that was that was huge. Like velour, anything to be to be honest, right? right? Yeah, so. um, 
But, uh, you know, the influence of music, like you mentioned, in terms of just like the sneakers, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what would you say the importance of uh, music is and and the evolution of sneakers and how that sort of tied together with, uh, you know, now you have artist collabs with sneakers, you know, callaway inspirations like Della Soul Dunks, you know, things like that. Like, what would you say, like the importance of those two tied together, those two subcultures sort of making um, sneakers what they are in terms of music? It's always fashion of the hip hop genre, you know, it's always been taught and we learned that it's always been a, the way of life. There are sneakers that's catered to the, the DJ, as we do have seen, like we have the DJ Khaled, you know, collabs, we have the Clark Kent collabs, you know, DJ AM Premier, you know, DJ Skis, and also I have his little own, his PEs and ID and stuff like that. So like, uh, it's definitely even DJ or I call him Bobito. Bobito, yeah, yes. Yeah, Bobito and you know Stud Armstrong. You know, like these guys are goaded. You know what I'm saying? So why not give them something to cater to the DJ uh, or give them their own collab or dedicate a, sne- a sneaker towards them? You know, as we all seen or know of uh, a lot of collabs like the NERDs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, for yes. over the years, over the years, a lot of hip hop artists, MF Doom, uh, again, they mm-hmm. like, oh, a lot of these artists, they definitely have their collabs and it's just a part of the culture of hip hop. And I'm thankful that a lot of these brands give them their flowers. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing to see just the evolution of that because now, you know, where, Previously, it was always athletes that got sponsored or signature lines, that sort of thing. You know, now we're seeing a lot of, you know, obviously the Travis Scott collabs, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. Jay-Z, G-Unit, all those things yeah. you know, kind of evolved over the years. A lot of those dunks that you mentioned too. We even have tributes to DJs and sneakers with, it was an Air Max with, uh, uh, what was it called again? The, like a B-side or something. It had like a, had like a vinyl on it or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Like things like that, you know, just paying homage to music and, and that sort of thing. So hopefully one day, one day maybe we'll see a, a DJ Monte Carlo <laughs> PE <No. laughs> or something like that with, you know, something with a, a Monte Carlo a I would, car. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, speaking about signature lines, I think the reason why we have you on here is the, right. you know, we want to talk to you about the penny signature lines. So, you know, we, we know that you're a huge penny collector. We've seen, you know, anyone that hasn't seen his IG feed, I mean, you have to check it out. If you haven't uh, caught his show, Heaven Sent, you have to check it out too, because, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of the OG pairs that you've busted out. And, you know, I haven't seen those since, you know, I was, you know, back in 95, looking at those sneakers and you still have, you know, a lot of your pairs, you know, in OG form, mm-hmm. still holding up. So tell us about your love for, the penny, penny signature line and you know how like you know how your love for pennies got sparked it started in middle school i will never forget i was playing i was just playing one-on-one uh someone someone and one like a girl that i had kind of had a crush on and she walked past <laughs> she was like you know what you look like penny hardaway i said what <laughs> i never got it as a, as a kid I, you know, I kind of had the crumble complexion and, and had the little nice fade, you know, and, and I never noticed and, until she said it. 
<laughs> then next thing you know, like going places and it was like, damn it, we're like Penny Hardaway, you know, and as I got older and then uh, I had the little chin strap, <laughs> go yeah, goatee, yeah. and it really popped off. And next thing you know, like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to brace this. I, I <laughs> like him as a player. And I just started watching his game really, really tough. The year that they, they eliminated the Bulls, I was really into my Knicks. But the fact they was the Bulls with the ops, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going for the Magic just because, you know, the Knicks reasons, you know what I'm saying? I always was a fan of Scottie Pippen as well, but when that happened, as far as like they got eliminated, goodness gracious, man, that, that really made me start looking at his sneakers more because he was wearing a lot of PEs. I really wasn't a fan of his until I think the 95 season when they actually gave him his pair, you know, his signature shoe. Mm-hmm. I would never forget the 95 All-Star. He wore the, the lamp-based. And it was just like, not his sneaker, but like, could have sworn that was his sneaker, you know? Mm-hmm. Then, right. then later, Air Flight Zoom, Air Flight Zoom 96, Air mm-hmm. Flight One. He started like really balling in like Nike, you know what I'm saying? Nike. But now then, then we seen like basketball cars where he'd be in the Jordan nines and, and stuff like that. So I was really paying attention to like his sneakers around the 95 season. So, yeah. And I mean, like, you know, Penny, obviously, I mean, I know I loved him because he was such like an athletic, energetic and flashy yeah. player. Uh, mm-hmm. on the court you know what i mean and that's kind of what drew me to him especially back then you know they already ha- had Shaq, and he was dominating as center and you know orlando was on the rise and then they add penny hardway to the mix and it was like man this team was just so exciting to watch so you mm-hmm. know what would you say were some of your fondest memories of penny as a player like what drew you to him Ooh, as a player man. now the passes this kid had the most amazing passes. <laughs> now, my favorite moments is, again, playing against the Bulls. He comes down baseline and throws, like, some dish behind his back, but right. he's not looking. Jordan goes up, and he throws it behind his back. It's crazy, man. Like, it, everyone knows that's the, the Slam Magazine cover. Yeah, the... the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, I know what you're talking about, yep. They made a, I made it out of a poster and it's a basketball card. So like it's a, I think it's like a flare ultra card. Yeah. So like that move was amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they when he played against any uh, Indiana Pacers, he dunked on Sam Mitchell. Yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and my number one memory of Penny is when he went baseline and dunked on Patrick Ewing. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing had his fair share of, of, oh, yeah, of those of those iconic of oh, yeah. those iconic posterizations. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, Pippins Pippins takes the cake. But oh yeah, Pennyworth was, Pennyworth yeah. Pennyworth was nice. Pennyworth was nice too. <laughs> so no, no comment on that because it's my next, but still, yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, I always forget that you're a Knicks fan. Sorry. That's, how I, know, that's <laughs> how I know you from New York. Because anybody yeah. from 
dog, man, it's always the Knicks. My gosh, yeah, man. Yeah, oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my condolences to you. <laughs> but, As uh, Raptors fans for many years, we feel your pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I mean, Penny was such an energetic player. He was such an electric player. I think, you know, like Rich mentioned before, is that, you know, everyone loved Jordan because he had those same qualities. But Penny was, like, you know, on the rise. He was this next generation of players that kind of just brought this new level of play to the NBA and you weren't expecting it from a guy like that he was like so quiet you know that like that was his demeanor he was just a quiet guy and then once he laced up those shoes and he got on court and you put him together with Shaq and the rest of those guys on on the magic like Dennis Scott Nick Anderson like I just love Horace Grant like I love just watching that team play and you know him just leading the charge too he wasn't he wasn't yeah. a guy that was kind of just laying back in the shadows like he was if it wasn't Shaq it was Penny you know he was making those plays too oh yeah definitely definitely man another thing um seeing him in the blue chip uh, movie. I was, mm. I took them out, man. Yo, yeah. I watched that movie a million times, yeah. <laughs> a million times. <laughs> Love that movie, man. Blue chips. That, that really sparked the, you know, the energy of my fan, you know, fan base of Penny's legacy, man. It was just like, wow, he's a movie star as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that's what that's what sold me was blue chips. I think yeah. after blue chips, I was like all in. I'm like, mm-hmm. Penny Hardaway is like that guy, like after that movie, man. So I, I agree. Orlando was fun to watch. Like as a kid, right. just him and Shaq, it was just like, man, just like in awe, you know, and they had it. And like Kev said, like Penny's game too, I think is, you know, was just electric. And outside of Jordan, to me, like I said, he was that guy, man. Like yeah. Penny Hardaway was just it. Yeah, he was just so explosive, you know, like. Like DJ said, he had the passing too. Like he would be dunking on people, just so aggressive. It was amazing just to see that because you saw what Shaq can do. And he was like just so dominant. And then you see a guy like Penny and you're thinking, okay, he's just going to dump it out of the Shaq. But no, he was taking it in the hole too. And he was cramming it on people. So, I mean, like you couldn't, there was no break from the offense uh, on that team, right? It was just fun to watch. It was like one of those things like back in those days, especially with a up and coming team like the Magic, you know, having those two guys was great to see. But I mean, not only that, like they also had a chokehold on the sneaker game too. Like you said, you had the Shaq, right? You had the you had the shacks like you got those like his first signature shoe, really and good. then and then you and then you had Penny, you know uh-huh. him with Nike, and I mean I don't know any at least for you know when when I grew up a lot of my classmates you know I didn't know anybody that didn't want that Penny sneaker any of the Penny sneakers that he wore not even just his signature line but just the sneakers that he wore too like. Like I mentioned on on a previous episode with Sean, Midsole Collector, like LWP, when he when he rocked those, I was like, I need those. Those are amazing. You know what I mean? So, you know, what would you say are some of Penny's best sneaker moments, signature line or not? Doesn't matter. In no order. In no order. I just like to just uh, thinking about these uh, these moments because I have a lot of them. one seeing him in Atlanta uh, Olympics in '96. Got to go go to the Georgia Dome and, and see these guys play. Reggie Miller, again, Shaq, Grant Hill, seeing these guys baseline. We're right smack dab in front of these guys doing their layup drills. And out comes Penny with the Olympic 
Zoom flight ninety six. Like, whoa, what is this? You got no, you guys got to see my face. Well, we gonna do this. <laughs> you guys got to see my expression because. So hold on, you were there. Yes, you yes. were there uh, in Atlanta. My, uh, yes, uh, actually, my family had our family reunion in Atlanta that year. Oh shit, hey, that's and, crazy. And, uh, one of my uncles, he was he had owned some chess club or something and he rented out a building and one of the dream team trainers came into his establishment and dropped off like four tickets you know and you know we was just like hey is it cool we you know take the kick tickets since you're not even using them it was like yeah sure i'll drop you guys off you know just let me know or just call me and when y'all ready to get picked up we got we got to see two games we got to see the, the women's. We got to see the women's play, and the sneakers they was wearing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and not only then, right to that, maybe like two hours later, we got you know we, they let the fans stay and watch the next game, which was the men's versus China. And wow. never forget that, man. Never forget that. But those sneakers, though, the night the Zoom Flight ninety sixes, yeah. those are iconic. And uh-huh. I remember, I remember in that Olympics, Penny wore the number six because I had that jersey, right? He had the, yeah, the six, the was number on the six back. right? The six. On the back and of the shoe. if I'm not mistaken, he had a number six on his he on did. the shoe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Fire sneaker. The whole team: Scotty Pippen, Charles Barkley. Oh, all of them. <laughs> Everybody, it was it was so amazing to see these guys. That was my second time seeing Penny play live uh, at a basketball game. First time it was uh, it was doing the Knicks Magic series '95. Well, wait, I'm sorry, no, 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 same year '96 and '95. So it was early in that year. Then I seen him again in Indiana when they played. Uh, goodness gracious, this was. 98. So I, I got to see him three times lace up the shoes. And then I seen him at a charity event, 2002. So I seen him a total four times. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That must've been amazing to see him live because, you know, I mentioned on a previous pod that, you know, my family went to Orlando a lot and that's when I started to really love, you know, watching the magic and Shaq. Like I was a huge Shaq fan. I love Shaq. And then when Penny came to me, I was a huge Penny fan. But we didn't get to watch Orlando games in Canada, like in Toronto where we were. You know, we would always get to see, you know, Nick games or uh, Jordan, obviously, Bulls games. And they were like the Sunday matinee games. You know, we didn't get regular basketball when I was growing up. So being able to watch Orlando and then their run to the finals, like that was huge for me. Before the Raptors came in into the mix, like Orlando was my team. And oh, yeah. a huge reason was because of Shaq and Penny, like, I loved watching those two play and just be, I I never got to see him live. So it's amazing that you got to see him one at the Olympics. That's huge. And then in the NBA too, because I watched a lot of his NBA, NBA games when I was visiting Florida and it was just amazing just to see him play uh, in his prime, especially. Oh yeah. Now it was another special moment. Sneaker moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sneaker moment is Again, the LWPs, but he was in the white colorway. Oh, the white ones. Those blew my mind away. <laughs> those are ill. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan wasn't playing for the Bulls this year. Right. It had to be 95, so the beginning of the 95 season, 94, 95. So he stole the ball from, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Steve Kerr, if I'm not mistaken. 
and this is in the playoffs you're talking about no no it was a regular season it was a game-winning dunk if y'all remember no i don't throw the ball and then like it's like four seconds left and ran down quickly and dunk the ball at the buzzer, like it was. This is amazing for the win. For the win, yeah. yeah it was a regular cool. season dunk. I mean, it was a regular season game. It was amazing. Goodness gracious! Bro. But he was rocking the the white LWPs in that game. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? White, yeah, yeah, the white LWPs yeah, with the black are... black line and boy, that was that those was hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> that was tough, man. Y'all ever get on the, the internet or or YouTube, man? Please, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna look up that dunk because I I, I feel like I must have seen this highlight before, but I'm, I can't it imagine. Like been, could have been uh, a Harper. He probably started started from Harper. I knew it was a guard. I do, I knew it was a guard. One of the guards was he was at the top of the key, and they double teamed him, and he ran right behind him and, and got that stole the ball and then went for the dunk. That's crazy. Yeah. So and you know what? I I think this is something that a lot of people want to know. At least I I know I want to know for sure. Like. When you talk to one, you know, when you, when you talk, when we're talking to one of these huge penny collectors, what is your favorite model in colorway for any penny sneaker? Any penny? Uh, uh, yeah. Now, I have three different that's tied. That's tied? You know, okay. I mean, like, yeah. Okay. The Arab PE with, uh-huh. with the number one in the back, the PE. Yes. Jordan 9 PE with the number one in the back. <laughs> And my all-time favorite, the Penny Two Atlantic Blue. Oh, the blue now, one is cold. I love the blue. Now, one. now, now, now check this out. There was two different Atlantic Blues that came out. Ninety-six was the N ninety-six swoosh in the back. It had nineteen ninety-six in the back, and then the regular one was just uh, just a small swoosh and on like on that plastic. So it was written in. 1996 swoosh and those pairs are super duper rare i've tried to look everywhere for this sneaker i i had it and end up selling it during the pandemic but i've got to read up on it and it was just like a china release they released in china <gasps> okay and i'm not sure if y'all were y'all even know about it but I didn't, yeah. you're you're making me I, want to go on google right now to yeah, I'm, I'm looking this shit up right now i didn't even know and some player pairs end up you know uh coming you know in the states but i have that pair and after the pen like after this you know the you know kind of the world opened up i started looking for that pair again and, and i did not see any and then next thing you know i seen someone posted up on ebay china release and i said china release hit up mark q he was just like yeah that was a china release hit up sneaker dave which is another big yes, yes. <laughs> he's like yeah yeah that you know those are pairs of really really rare and you know some of those you know kind of linked over you know was in the states you know somehow and he's like, man, I remember you had a pair, but I never, you know, I thought you just knew what they were. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I still have my pair, well, you know, just my regular pair, but not that China release. No. So it might yeah. be added to one of those grill pairs that are that, that you're on the hunt for for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, That's crazy. If you ever see like the picture I have, I'm, I'm not sure what year I posted that. I had all four pairs from 1996 to 2016. Yeah, like a comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did see that picture. I had yeah. them all lined up. And that N96 was 
a part of that. Was it one of them? Okay, yeah, I didn't even notice. It was one oh, of man. them. Yeah. Man. But those were my three. Those were my three, man. I, I really can't. Those my top three that I just really can't put them in numbers. Mm-hmm. Those, just, those the ones. Are those PEs that you mentioned, are those even attainable? Like, uh, have you ever seen anybody with those in their collection? Seen, because I know I've seen Penny wear them before and I've we've seen, seen it in pictures. Of, I have seen hardcore PE collectors. Yeah. With them, you know, but they're not. Actually they're not seen, letting them go, yeah. Like, like a, a phase two. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's amazing. Phase two, yeah. He's dependable J, he has two hair. You know, oh, he has, he? Uh, yeah, he has the, the charcoal blue and, you know, raw blue. The nine, and yeah. And then uh, the Orlando colorway with the black, white, and, and blue. And I'm just like, wow, if I only, because I know. <laughs> now, if you might sway him into uh, the right bag, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know. You never know. Yeah, hey, you never I know. Hey, I got 10K. Yeah, you will, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of those guys that, you know, his his P collection is insane. It, yeah. It'd be hard to it'd be hard to get him to let go of something, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. That's something that, you know, ends up in your hands one day, especially if it's your top 3 of all time penny sneakers uh, being a penny collector yourself. But uh we've seen the penny line from, you know, the the OG. I know you have all the OGs too, right? But we saw a penny sneaker line from 1 to 4 and how you know, the evolution of that signature line just, I mean, right out of the gates, that Penny one. I know, I don't know about you, I can imagine, but when I saw that sneaker, I mean, my, my mind was blown. Like, we talked about this before, like, everything about that sneaker was so beautiful, just like the shape, the jewel swoosh, like the that uh, midsole, the, the way that it had all the details, that air bubble in the back, you know, like, when that sneaker first dropped, I just remember being at the local Foot Locker, whatever, just staring at the sneakers. So how did you feel about, you know, that whole signature line? And then, you know, with the decline of his career, unfortunately, like they kind of just stopped it. So, yeah. you know, what were your thoughts when they were like, okay, that's it. The Penny Four, that was the last one. There was nothing else coming up after that. Like, what was your thoughts and, and how did you feel about that whole thing? In my opinion, as a collector, they never stopped. They stopped the they and now they stopped the number. Mm-hmm. But they did not stop the retroing, and then they just continued everything from 2000 right. on from today. I'll never forget. I was working at McDonald's. This is around 2000, and I see the penny one. This is the first time they you know they retro it and identical to the the OG fat air unit. 3M piping, you know, the whole shebang. I was just like, yo, <laughs> this is the sneaker that I've always wanted because I didn't get the OG when I was younger. The very first penny I actually purchased on my own or just gotten, period, was the, that Zoom Fight 96, but it was the Orlando colorway. Okay. Yeah, so from there, it was a penny three. Then from the Penny 3, I went back and, and got a used pair of Penny 2s, but it was the Orlando colorway as well. The Penny 4s, I would, it, it really wasn't on my, my list to get until I started collecting, you know. So I was just so into other things. And then next thing you know, 2005, they really started turning up and started retroing everything from the Penny 2, from the Penny 3. You know, and, and next thing you know, we're getting insane colors of the phone posits, you know? Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. when uh-huh. I, t- I tell you the turning point 
that Nike decided to just like really channel the Penny era and bring it back 2005 when they brought out the Knicks color because he yeah. had just got traded to the Knicks. He wasn't wearing no more PEs. He started wearing the cool grays, the, uh, um, goodness gracious, what else? Uh, oh, that's right. House of Hoops. He started mm-hmm. wearing his sneakers again. So right, right. at that time, when you know, the hype was, even though he played 17 games, yeah. that was my time. That was my turn. To yeah, play. yeah. I'm about to do all this reach back. And that's when eBay started really popping. I mean, you know, eBay was kind of around, but Nike talk when you had guys was like, yo, I just seen the such and such is in, in Foot Locker, such and such is in Foot Action. They got yeah. this house of hoops. And I'm like, what? Oh, what? <laughs> and, you know, they really turned up, man. Nike really turned up by doing vibrant colors, different colorways, solid colors. And then they, they started doing amazing, you know, amazing colors as far as like foam posits, metallic reds. The eggplant was just such a hell of a time with that colorway. Crazy. Not the, but the very first eggplant was the flight posit. It was on a flight positive before the phone positive. So Tim Kevin Garnett and the Tim Duncan and those flight posits, silver, you know what I'm saying? So uh, all black. Then seeing but Allen Houston in flight posits and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> and then here comes uh, the knuckleheads, uh, Quentin Richardson. And, yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, but all these guys that surround the 2005, or I'm sorry, from 2001 to 2005, a lot of them was bringing the hype back towards PEs. Yeah. And that's when they, Nike started focusing on bringing some of these classic sneakers back. And I think, again, that's 2005. That's the turning point when they started really bringing back pennies. And soon he started wearing his own sneakers. Yeah. So it was like, well, we might as well just... You know, retro them and, and those <laughs> crazy colors on them, you know? That's a good point, actually, yeah. because you're right. Like, even though the signature line ended at four, they were just still, you know, like bringing, back, bringing it back or just keeping it alive with what they already had, but just keeping it relevant, which was huge. And it almost – it was almost because of that where I feel like, you know, maybe that's where the five came. They were like, you know what? This resurgence of Penny through retros – he yeah. needs to have another what was the year difference i think it was like 14 15 years since uh, the four stopped and the five came i, uh, I can't even remember exactly it was, it was 11 it was 11 years. 11 years okay okay but i mean still like over a decade yeah um, we're talking that, yeah with that said he was doing a lot of overseas tournaments he was mm-hmm. doing his own uh tournaments in memphis and also he he branded team penny so like he had his boys and girls league, had his AU team traveling. And he's like, I need my players in my kicks, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then he started playing in celebrity basketball games when it came to 2010, 11, and 12. Next thing you know, he started wearing the five. He started wearing the six, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the classic, I, I forgot to mention this, my finest moments right here. My favorite penny sneaker moment, wearing the Galaxy and Sharpie during the 2012 Celebrity Basketball Game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's an amazing story. My man, Nick DePaula, came on my show and gave us exclusive 
backstory on how him and Mark Dolce gave Penny the sneakers at halftime, okay? They was planning to give the sneakers a shoot-around, but they didn't know where the game was at. Okay. All-Star weekend was crazy. So they thinking everything was going to be at uh, the Orlando Arena, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they hop in. I'm thinking a cab. So they go all the way across town, get to the arena, and no one's there. <laughs> I'm so the phone. It was like, Penny, where are you, where are you at? Yeah. So his assistant picks up the phone and was like, hey, you're at the convention center. And guess where the convention center was at? The hotel they were staying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they, rushed, they rushed all the way they from jumped. the arena all the way to the convention center they was at. Gave Penny uh, his, his, you know, they couldn't really just like go down to the court and give him his sneakers. They had to wait until halftime to, for him to wear the Sharpies, man. So he, first half, he wore the Galaxies. Second half, he wore the shooting stars, the iconic shooting stars, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he gave us that exclusive, man. Never told nobody that story. Him and Mark Dolce, man, went on a journey. (laughs) (laughs) They toured the city only to realize that the game was basically where they were staying. It was right where they were. Yeah, they didn't even have to leave. You guys have to watch that episode with Mark Dolce, man. Sure. I'm not with Mark Dolce, but with Nick DePaul. Nick DePaul, is amazing. He was showing us, like, so many samples. And, of course, the, the Soul Collector Penny, you know, samples and Luxie samples. Um, yeah, that shit was... The highly anticipated Penny one that we're we all asking for, man. He showed a lot of his collection, man. And y'all really need to tap in and watch that episode yeah absolutely i mean it's crazy to see what like you know all these collectors uh you know what they have you know you you especially because you know i've seen your ig feed and you know some of like the episodes you talk about your thoughts on the 2022 releases and and what's going to be happening with those two and and you had your og pairs which was crazy so um, you know what are your thoughts with all this hype and this buzz with these pairs coming back now i know everyone's excited to see that og uh, yeah. pair in the OG Orlando colorway, but you know, the white ones are also coming out. Stussy with the, with a collab with the twos, uh, supposedly, those. right? Those. Have you, have you gotten your, your hands on, on any of the pairs? I know they released yes. randomly in some. I have, I bought both pairs with my own money, but I was gifted a pair from Nike with the black pair. So I bought both colorways myself and then was gifted recently, but amazing amazing line we're about to get okay yeah with amazing material even though it's is slightly different from the ogs right if you look at my recent picture that's pinned it was the time where i went to nike labs in january january was the time where they everyone thought they was going to drop the home colorway and the orlando but i ended up pushing it back further and further and further and now we're about to actually really officially get these longer, you know, long anticipated pairs. Yeah, so, and I think that's the, the video that I was talking about. You were at like the Nike headquarters or whatever, yeah, and you were doing yeah. that. You like did a little uh, clip, which which I thought was dope because you're holding the OG pairs, which is crazy. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask you because you know you own the originals, and you know seeing the 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 2022 release, like 
how do you feel about how they lived up to what maybe you thought they would look for example, how we're getting Jordan ones with the 85 cuts now and everyone's like yeah. talking about, you know, how it's more true to the OG. Like, yeah. did they do it justice with this 2022 release on the black and white pairs? That's a great comparison as far as like, you know, what Jordan brand is doing. Of course, they're going to push the, you know, what the consumers want, what everyone's want. But they just don't know. I had to tell them when I visit Nike, we're a small community, but we mean well. Mm-hmm. We want these sneakers more than anyone. And I get the naming people. I get to showing them like, you know, you know, some of their IG pages. People I follow that are collectors as well. The foam community, we have a big, you know, DMV, DC, Maryland a culture out there. It's a whole culture that walk foam deposits. I'm like, you gotta, guys got to go out there and, and see what's going on because it's a whole community as far as like hip hop and you got Wale out there. You got also, you got a, you got a Philly community. You also have your, again, your East coast. Cause at one point we was the staple. We was the capital of phone posits until, you know, the DMV took it over. You have some guys in Midwest. I'm, I know a lot of collectors there. So I'm telling them these guys, I'm like, you have to not only pay attention to what's going on in the internet, put deep into these boards, the Nike talk boards, you know, the, right. oh my goodness, man, just, just like, about any type of, you know, internet. Like forums and groups. And, and forums and groups, yeah. You have to pay attention to all that. This is just not what's going on on Twitter and IG. Right, Because right. there are ghost collectors that just like got amazing, even like Mayor or a perfect pair. Sure. I'm just like, man, some of these guys, man, you have to reach out and not closed-minded i was telling them like yo i plan to come in here just to cuss everyone out but i was <laughs> just like man i can't come in here man being the rude guy man because y'all invited me man but it's for a long time y'all really ignored the penny community the phone mm-hmm. positive community and it's cool that you're taking a break thank you for the dcg phones thank you for all that i'm like man but you have to tap into what everyone is liking, what everyone's wearing. It's just like what's hot, what's trending. But at the same time, a lot of people like the vintage, you know, the throwback, the retro, everything comes full circle. And it's up to you guys to bring it to four, you know what I'm saying, forefront. I was Mm -hmm. like, for designing, hey, do your thing. I know y'all took the air zoom in the forefront out of a lot of the latest retros. That's okay, because y'all leaning towards lifestyle and not the performance anymore performance, sure. and i totally respect that and understand it but please bring back some of these classic sneakers and then he's like well okay what do you have i'm like okay first of all the penny one how would you like this design you know i was like well you got to take your time genuine leather not the synthetic three yeah. m piping I know y'all do not do the 270 air unit anymore. So, hey, we can accept the smaller air pocket. You know what I'm saying? So I'm breaking all this down. Longer, long tongue. It looks like, <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all. Longer tongue. I know. That was what? for sure. Tons. What is this about? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Like, it's just totally different. It's lifestyle. It's no longer performance. And I was, I was like, okay, all right. Phone posit. I slapped that phone posit on the table. <laughs> I'm like, bring this back. The whole community is waiting. They yeah. was like, okay. 
we consider bringing it back, but we're going to do something totally different for us. Like, you know, it's going to be more collabs. You know, you guys are going to be the very first person to know this. This is going to be an undefeated phone posit. It's going to be an undefeated phone posit coming in 2023 or 24. Okay. Yeah. They're going to reach back and do some OG colorways. They didn't tell me specific what the colorways were. You know, they're going to bring back some of the, the OG colorways. So, you know, I was thankful that they, they reached out. And yeah. I was actually in the city that, that weekend I was DJing. And next thing you know, like, they was like, well, we see you, your story. You're in Oregon. It's like, yeah, I'm in Portland. So how about come to Beavertown? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. some pieces with me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss. Let's discuss some things, you know. Sure. And again, man, we would love to, you know, I got to see pieces yeah. that you've never seen in a while. The Agassiz Hall. Amazing. Amazing. They definitely gave that man his flowers. And hopefully they'll bring more trainers and, you know, whatever. Even ACGs. Mm-hmm. I love the ACG era, yeah. The ACG. You know how hard they was going for us, like, when Foot Locker Locker had their own section. For ACG. Yeah, yeah. It was this Foot Locker exclusive era where they had their own section of Nike boots, rock climbing accessories, merchandise, you know, crazy merchandise. I got to see all that, all that in the vault. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, okay. The first era of dunks, the Danny Supras, the yo, like mm-hmm. everything, yo, everything they got. It was so many. Um, I didn't realize how many Gary Payton sneakers that were. Yeah, even though they had six, he had six pairs. Oh, did he like signature yeah, pairs? Six, oh, I was shit. gonna say like four. <laughs> I was gonna say three. Yeah, I remember three. Yeah, maybe four. Six seems like, and I mean, Penny only went to four. Uh, I mean, aside from the five and the six, but yeah, that's crazy. I never knew that. Kevin, he, he was, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, Garnett yeah. five. Wow. Crazy. You know, Kevin Garnett, that, and yo, he had amazing PEs. Amazing yeah. Oh, yeah, when he was with Nike? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there was the classic Jordan Hall where the Mike Bibbies. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Those bibbies, all those lows that he had, man. Anderson's, the way oh, Derek Anderson, yeah. Oh man, I would love to go to Beaverton, man. Like this oh, must yeah. have been, this oh, yeah. must have been like a dream come true for you, just to oh, be invited really there was. and, and, really and tour the grounds. Yeah, and my favorite part of the tour was to see every single Dorn Becker ever created. Oh shit! Yeah, it goes back all the way to two thousand six. Now I own. The, the Kobe Hirachi 2K4. That was the very first basketball sneaker that was made by a kid. And then there was the One Piece Dunk, the, the X95, uh, a Dunk High, and then what the, the, the what the Dunk, Dornbecker as well. So I got to see from 2006 all the way to 2022. Amazing. That's, that's crazy. You know what I... When I like when you describe this, and when people talk about going to like Beaverman, Beaverton and the Nike headquarters, I literally envision like Willy Wonka type situation. You know, like you go there and there is like 
I don't know. It just almost seems like it's like some kind of a dream world or something. Uh, amazing, amazing. Yo, <laughs> you're really humble feeling because again, I told y'all like I came to wreck shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I came to my senses. I'm like, man, this is the one time in lifetime experience. Yeah, you gotta soak it in. You got to you gotta listen and see where they're coming from. As far as like creating these sneakers, you know, that sure. we all love. We all cherish, and I've seen blueprints, just like, you know, some of the pieces that you have in the back of your, you know, of your room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like the blueprint yeah. type. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen so many, so many. I've seen Tinker Hatfield pieces, like rough drafts of Jordan 9s, rough drafts of the 12, the 11, you know. Matter of fact, the iconic 11, man. you know, just mm-hmm. seeing then they have a, a couple of gamers and stuff like that. So, yeah. well, I mean, I know you were there. I know you were there to talk some penny stuff or at least, you know, give some insight. Yeah. So yeah. I hope you were there when you were there, you maybe hinted at a fact that maybe they need a penny seven to be added to the line. <laughs> you know, I'll, you know, slipped you know, them a little I, sketch drawing of your you own. No, I mentioned it. You know, I, I was like, yo, please, if you can speak to him. I, you know, he's he's still a Nike athlete. He's yeah. still to this day. I was just like, hey, you guys, y'all on the roll. Y'all gave Pippen a seven. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all there you go. Getting, y'all on a roll. If you, feel, <laughs> if you feel the need to hold back on the, the phone posit just a little longer, hey, bring out a, a penny seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, the, the community wants to see it for sure. But that's super dope, man. And and. You know, I love I love just hearing about stories like that. Like you went in with, like you said, you went in, you know, wanting to, you know, get something off your chest and let them yeah. know like, hey, but when you're there and you're in the moment and you realize why you're there and you see everything around you and all the, you know, all the stuff that goes into creating sneakers, sometimes it's, you're taken back. You know, you almost have to be there and you have to listen. You know, we've had guests on here before where we were just sitting there and, and it seemed like we weren't engaging, but you were just taking in all the information and you're just like really, in awe really sometimes are. to see really uh, things like that. And, and, and Nike's amazing at just bringing that history in and, and just making sure that people know about the history of what went into the brand and the sneakers right. and all the stuff that goes into it. Yeah. I also would like to add that they really told me the reason why they stopped using genuine leather, Italian leather, they try to ease up off animals if you, you will. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there are a lot of Jordan brand sneakers that just use too much premium material and they try to back up off that. And if a sneaker that's 190 retail and we put all this material, all this, you know, this work in, and as everyone knows, it doesn't take that much money to even make a Jordan, but still, if it's 190 and we're putting all this into it, that makes the resellers go crazy. Mm-hmm. We can't stop the, you know, this is them talking. We can't stop the, the reseller. Yeah. But if we we giving them Jordan 23 platinum, you know, right. with gold, you know, accents and, you know, material, A1, genuine, sometimes Italian leather, Mm-hmm. Suede is, you know what I'm saying, A1, and we putting all this money into <laughs> these materials, the resellers are going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. People will get killed. Yeah. You know, we try our best. We pay attention 
to the consumers, but we try to slow down. That's what makes us bring in the synthetic letter. I mean, it's the synthetic letter, the new book, you know, and it's just all about materials now. Yeah. That's what makes us take out the air, the air unit or the air zoom in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys want it, but it's too much for a retail pair. So right. I, I totally, they broke that science down and I'm like, wow, that's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. It, it helps you understand where, where they're yeah. coming from, right? Yeah. Sure. And, you know, and, and he said di- different factories also as well. You got Tijuana. You also have China, different places in China. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. Like a lot of these places di- use different materials. A lot of these places has flaws. That's why we have B grades and stuff like that. That's why we have to send some of these, these samples to employees. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, you know the outlets and stuff like right, that. So right, right, right. It all comes in full circle. It was like it's not our fault. We can create and design the most perfect shoe for Jordan or this particular Nike brand or or Brent trying to recreate a retro that only we only know because we have this material and the material or the molds are no longer available because right. it takes a lot of money to make. <clears throat> Right. So, I mean, like going back to like the whole penny thing, it's hard to as a collector sometimes to see these retros and then we kind of cut them up like, oh, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And, you know, this shape is different. And, you know, why didn't you use this? But then you go to actually, uh, you know, the headquarters and then you kind of understand why that is like they're not doing it on purpose to piss you off. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's not their fault. It's not, you know, and now I think my opinion kind of lingered on because I was asking them, okay, what, how about the handmade sneakers? Mm-hmm. That's where the more money comes in because those are handmade sneakers. The Kobe's are manufactured. Those made performance, but they're not handmade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Iversons, you know what I'm saying? It's just, he said, you know, he was talking about other brands on how they make theirs. Wow. Like, hey, it's manufactured. Yeah, they can do that. We can do that. That's the reason why we up the price. But at the same time, we're not going to slap a $250 price tag knowing that it's, it didn't take that much to, you know, put effort in, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, of the reason why we sold, we sold packs $500 handmade. We sold, you know, premium Jordans handmade, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. Now we're talking. Now started to make talking. a little bit more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. So we really broke it down and the materials are no longer the best materials, especially on pennies, where some of the, the phone posits, well, the phone the phone posit period, that mode is no longer exists because it was destroyed in the nineties. Um, oh shit. Yeah. So it was, you know, so they had to remake it all over remake. again. It was made right them to get clever and start doing uh, flight posits. The Power Max, Tim Duncan shoe. Uh, Total Max, Total Max phone. Total Max, yeah. So <laughs> like, you you have a lot of phone posits with phone posit material. Even the the Penny 3 with the liquid. Yeah. Posit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so also the Penny 6, it gets the dodge feel of a phone posit, you know? So yeah, they broke it, they broke the science down but I didn't know they was gonna go that deep, especially in the night in the labs when they was telling me how everything was going. 
I mean, that's amazing that you got to experience that though. Like it's definitely uh, an honor, you know, when, you know, they recognize somebody like you as a collector to come in and, and sort of just take it all in. But, you know, back to, you know, your story as well. I know you got your show, Heaven, uh, Heaven Sent, you know, you're yeah. DJing all that stuff. So what can we expect to see from DJ Monte Carlo in the near future? Do you have anything in the works that you can tell us about with either your show, your DJing, you know, any of the stuff that you have going yes. on? Yes, sir. Now, I will do more uh, live live shows with the sneaker shows that I'll be doing. So I'll take a break, do maybe like a 30-minute live on my IG mm-hmm. and I'll post it on my, my YouTube page. Sometimes I'll bring in guests or vendors that's at the, the sneaker events. I've done SneakerCon Chicago. I've done Sneaker Culture Chicago. I've done Boston Got Soul. I've done NY Got Soul. Those spots were some of the best sellers, some of the best collectors I've got to talk to. And I talk to normal people, man. Sometimes I bump into some of my YouTube friends. I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> you have friends in the YouTube game. Yeah. And I don't want to talk to those people. No disrespect. They know I'm there for the, you know what I'm saying, the people. But yeah. I do have cameos and stuff like that. People want to, you know, walk past and, and I interview them. But I'm there for the, the regular vendors, first timers. Then uh, at the end, I will always get the host of the event and we talk, you know. So that's pretty much my live shows. Again, they're always YouTubers and, and sneaker, you know what I'm saying, sneaker enthusiasts there. But I want to talk to those people. Uh, I had a chance to the interview mayor at NY got so, and I was just mm-hmm. like, what? So, he's been on every, that's true. Yeah. You know, YouTube, you, you know, see them everywhere. Yeah. I want to talk to the guys that actually put in the work, the legwork. If you, you know, have stories, uh, you know, how you cop your, you know, your sneakers you're wearing right now. And, and I just walk around, man, and just really do the vibe. You know what I'm saying? I just don't, you know, trying to track down the, the hottest person in, in the sneaker game or the sneaker world. And, but I do try to mix different brands in. Like, I have a collector that he collects all Yeezys. You know, he's going to be on my show soon. I will have another Collectors Unleashed where I bring dunk collectors on. I do have a love for dunks, so I have these guys come on one more time. Then, just normal Tuesdays, you know, I just do my thing, <laughs> man, you know? Try to For keep sure. my guys updated with the phone posit and the penny releases and uh, the upcoming news, whatever. Again, we are a small community, but we stay together, you know? You know, I somewhat get overlooked because I rock pennies, but it's some, you know, most of the time it's all love, man. I do sure. not walk around like I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm a Mr. Big Stuff just because I've, you know, been to the Nike Labs or this or whatnot. It was for the people. You know what I'm saying? It was just for me to get information on how sneakers are made and when they're dropping or how they, you know, decide when they should drop, you know? So it was all about soaking in information, man. And and that's how I, you know, do, as far as like my interview, do my homework, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, it's not always all about sneakers, you know? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I ask people about their families, you know what I'm saying? Especially if sure. a guy that posts, you know, him and his, his son's sneakers all the time. I ask him, you know, hey, how's it feel like a father-son duo, you know what I'm saying? So 
I do my homework. You know, as a host, I try to bring the best content on IG as possible. It's amazing to see just, uh, you know, all the stuff that you have going on in terms of just, you know, your DJing career and then you have your own show, you know, all the, the collecting stuff that you do and just, you know, just keeping it real, especially with, you know, all the stuff that you do with the Petty Collection, because like you said, it's a small community. I know Rich, when he was mentioning doing a Penny Month, we were super excited to, to do that because like you said, you know, a lot of people overlook the Penny Collectors, you know, it's not a signature line that's has a lot of shine in terms of you know the number of sneakers he's got in his signature line but you know when you dig down deep into the community like there's a lot of people out there that love him as a player you know what he did in the sneaker game and just you know what he brought to the table in terms of nike and we talked about the advertising that happened with pennies yeah. you know like that yeah. whole era was you know you thought the bars commercials were amazing when i saw the penny commercial that was yeah. something like next level so i mean he had his moments and he was overlooked because in that era, you know, you had all these other superstars too, like obviously Jordan, but you had so many other different superstars within Nike that it was hard to sort of distinguish like who was the next, I guess, right. heir to that throne really, because, you know, you had Bo Jackson days, you had, yeah. uh, you know, Agassi days, you had like every superstar had their moment, you know, as a star athlete with sneakers, but Penny was there, even though his signature line was short, you know, he still had that stamp on that era too, because I knew when I grew up, he was one of the guys that influenced me a lot. So it's great to see, you know, what you're doing to bring that shine to the Penny community. Definitely, man. I really appreciate it, man. Uh, again, man, uh, it's been a journey. This is not easy, especially collecting pennies. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not easy at all. It's twice as harder than trying to get a, a 1995 pair of Penny Air Max in mint condition. Oh, yeah, it for sure. so, so rare. You know, yeah. where Jordans are retro and almost every <laughs> weekend, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's crazy because you have the turf community. You have the dunk community. Ken Griffey. Mm -hmm community like yeah, you know, that's it's, right. it's crazy and we all know about the pe community you know these guys are just like getting amazing pieces from kobe to Derek jeter to a lot of these athletes was wearing pieces are just pieces that was made for them but never you know released or even got to them you know so it's a difference yeah. between the jordan collector and guys like us you know that's in the pennies and dunks and whatnot it's very again i tell people it's not easy at all it's not easy and no, for sure. uh, it's a lot of time sometimes you got to be patient as of right now as the phone cup you know phone community we have to be patient until they start dropping again you know yeah. there's a little thing that we get a lot of flack for saying people saying phones are dead i just i don't go by that <laughs> i'm not a believer yeah i'm not a believer you know again, there's a whole community on the east coast and the dmv embraces that to the fullest oh yeah like, you can't scroll past a, a wale lyric and he's not talking <laughs> that's right yeah yeah uh, like, that's you, facts you know what I'm so yeah it's it's something for everybody you know sure the sneaker culture is, you know, just a wide, I, I like to say it's a lifestyle, you know, yep. and, you know, people can call it what you want, but 
I call it a lifestyle, man. It's yeah. just I've been in love with the sneaker community since I was little, man. And um, when I was eight, when I was old enough to buy my own sneakers, I took up one and started my own collection. You know, a lot of ups and downs, and wins and victories, and, and losses. You know, we got to roll with it. Comes with the territory for sure. Whoever's listening to this podcast, man, please believe in the sneaker community. There's always someone's better. Always someone has more. But at the same time, always think about priorities first, family first, and friends. There's a lot of people that burn bridges just because they wanted to get a sneaker or a collection. There are people that are so cutthroat in this community and business is beyond crazy. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to just to drop this little small jewel, man. Again, priorities, families, friends. If you don't take care of that first, bro, just you're just a guy that just collecting sneakers that just trying to get over people, you know? Yeah. No, and thank you for mentioning that because you know we always like to say that you know there's a lot more things important in this world than sneakers. It's it's great that we love sneakers and we all share the same passion for sneakers, but like you said. You know, your family comes first, you know, all those priorities come first, you know, nobody needs to die for sneakers. You know, we see a lot of bullshit in the news where, you know, somebody's gets into some sort of a scuffle or fight at a sneaker raffle lineup and somebody loses their life. Like, we don't need to see shit like that. It's just at the end of the day, it's just sneakers. As much as you love it, nobody needs to lose their life for it. You don't need to, you know, miss your mortgage payments. You don't need to forget about your family and all that other shit because of sneakers, because... You know, as much as you love it, and we all know that we we all love it, you know, there's more important things in life. So, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that, man. This is a crazy episode. Like- yeah, man, it's it's been awesome. You know what? Honestly, thank you so much, DJ, yeah. for, for, for jumping yeah. on with us. We appreciate yeah. all the stories for sure. We love to see everything that you're doing right now. Hopefully, we'll see you in Toronto for SneakerCon Toronto. Hey, uh, yeah. you never know. You, you never know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't talked to Alan or anybody from SneakerCon in a while, so hopefully they bring me aboard again. Never know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, if, if you are in in the area, we'd love to, to have you come by. You know, our city when we host SneakerCon. But you know, in the meantime, we're always looking to all the stuff that you got going on. Keep shedding light on pennies. Keep doing yeah. what you're doing, dropping that knowledge. Uh, you know, we we love to see it. So. Appreciate everything that you're doing, man. Definitely, man. Definitely will, man. Again, and thank you, each and every one of you guys, man. I definitely got to give you guys all follows. And hey, you're welcome to the show anytime. Appreciate <laughs> anytime. that for sure. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. You let us know for sure. You guys for are sure. definitely welcome, man. I love <laughs> guys, man. You guys got some type of energy. What was the other guy name? Colin. Colin. That was Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I do respect my bad. That guy, yo, yo he's funny, bro. He's, he's our wild card for sure. He's he's yeah, our wild he's card. A comedian, bro. If he's not one. He, he got me fooled. He has me fooled. Yeah, he's he's got his. He's actually got a fan base. You know, there's a lot of people oh, yeah. that will ask about Colin, and you know they love Colin. So yeah. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to stay on the entire episode. He's on vacation, so we really appreciate him jumping on, yeah. uh, you know, just to say what's up. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just been an amazing episode for sure. Thank you for all the stories. You know, it's just been amazing. And the more, and we will have you back. So I was we'll going to say, I'm, 
Never I'm looking know. I might have family. some peace with me, man. Never know. <laughs> there we go. We might have to do some kind of a sneaker battle thing too. I, I'm going to think of something. You know, like these penny collectors. We need to. We need to let them shine because I've, uh, I've had so many offers, but I, I'm I'm just not with the battle. <laughs> with the battles. He, I will because I will mess around and bring out some PEs or it won't be fair. It won't be fair. So. Yeah. Well, if you happen to be at the crib and you got some gems, you know, we yeah. wouldn't mind seeing them. Now, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I, I need to see some of those. So feel free to bring them out. But, but I'll come up with something, you know, just, uh, um, you know, with we're, we're going to be like happy to have you back for sure. So oh, yeah, when man. that when that rolls around a couple of weeks from now, we'll get you on and we'll get, you know, your opinions from all you guys. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. honored, honored to have you on for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of go. I'm kind of going horse because I've been emceeing, actually not DJing because I've been trying to just get these gigs on out the way at Gen Con. Gen Con is it's a 24 hour gaming and comic book convention. Like 24 hours. Oh, that's why you hear people that. Yes, yes. So like, not only they have the convention center going on right now, like there's like as of right now they're gaming right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also having I think a uh, cosplay party at the party tonight and, and tomorrow. And then there's another one Friday when we leave out. So we've been here since Monday. Wow. <laughs> so, so, oh, so Monday. I've, I've been here since Sunday. Oh. So I'm DJing and MCing. So like my voice has been going in and out. <laughs> I have my tea. at my tea. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is power A, but I do have my tea right here. Right. <laughs> And I'm sorry, like it's my voice. No, nah, man. Me. Honestly, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy yeah. schedule. You're in the middle of a convention, DJing yeah. and MCing, and you still got time for us. That's love, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah man. Really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, any shout outs for us before we finish this off? And shout out to the whole Penny community, man. Shout out to you guys as well. We just want to keep this thing rolling, man, because it doesn't stop here, man, especially with all these releases. I try my best to, to bring the most organic and authentic show, man, every week. Sometimes I have to put it off and bring my guest on, like, later throughout the weekday. But the show must go on. I am active on Nike Talk. If you you ever see me on, like, any penny, you know, message boards or anything, you know, or threads on Twitter and stuff, I post leaks or links. I post leaked pictures that I'm okay, I get the green light to, you know, post myself. Just all the latest Penny news, man. I do plan to have Penny himself on the show one day. No way, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't know if y'all remember my April Fool's joke that I did on everyone when I post myself under his live. He was on live, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and posted like I was on his live. Yeah. And everybody went crazy. It was like 10,000 likes. Somebody posted <laughs> on Facebook. Like, yeah. it, was it was a joke, folks. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah. I had the internet going crazy for a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. So, other than that, man, I'm just going to keep the culture, man, as, as authentic as possible. I don't really plan to put it in podcast mode because I don't like, have the funds yet, but when I like plan, I do plan to get a co-host. I do plan to do in-house collection, you know, display mm, yeah. stuff like that. 
It's been it's been a couple collectors that invited me to the house. And I'm like, man, well, we just, you know, the city is just open. New York City really actually officially open, like permanently, you know, really don't mm-hmm. have to mask. I was like May something, like early May. And I really can't be going everywhere. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. You still gotta <laughs> be careful. Actually, you know, I do have a lot of guys that actually want to come on the show, but it just don't have the personality or have enough for me to even interview them for hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 and I tell people that I was like, well, that gave me an idea. I'm like, well, if you want to show your collection, come on on Collectors Unleashed, where I just let everybody come on, no matter what <laughs> sneaker you collect. If you have a toy collection, bring that collection on. I oh. just let everyone go. And I did it out of respect, you know. It was a, it was a few guys that just like, yo, that's all I see is just your shoes. You don't show your personality, you know. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I thought about it. I was just like, hey, if anybody want to come on next Tuesday, I'm letting everybody. In. We was on there for three hours long. Damn. Three hours long, and it was such a success that I brought it back four times already. So oh. the next time will be the fifth time for Collectors Unleashed, and I can't wait, but I just got to, you know, find time for me to set, sit down three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you long. got a busy schedule, so yeah. we definitely appreciate all the stuff that you do for the community, you know, like, you don't have to do all the stuff, and you do, and it's for the people, and we love that about you, so, Thank yeah, you. that's super dope. But, no, I, I got to shout out, actually, on, on the theme of the whole Penny thing, I just want to shout out the Orlando Magic, because that was, like, my OG favorite basketball team everybody who i grew up with knows that about me i would go to florida with my family i would come back with the horace grant jersey i would come back with the penny hardaway like 96 olympics jersey and they'd be like yo where the fuck did you get that shit but orlando magic was my shit back in the day before we had the raptors and i love the magic you know and 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 i love penny hardaway so shout out to the orlando magic because that was like my one true love in terms of basketball like the team that i actually followed you know, outside of the Raptors, of course, outside of like the Bulls, you know. I say one, one, one particular person I, I would like to shout out, Sneaker Dave, man. The very first guy I followed on IG and I got the chance to interview him and bring him on the show and it was just such amazing. We didn't, I didn't even ask him to bring any sneakers. We talked and got to know and learn about Sneaker Dave, man, what he likes, what he doesn't like the music he likes, like, I was really, I dug deep in my bag to where I was asking him questions. No one on earth, as all, all the interviews he has done, mm-hmm. professionally or amateurly on, you know, on lives, and I was asking him some of the most dope questions, and he was enjoying it. He's like, I do not want a format. Do not send me a format. I want to be just as authentic as your crowd, authentic as your chat live. Mm-hmm. everybody is going to enjoy no matter what you know what comes to it if we got bloopers hey <laughs> put it out exactly yeah. it was man, it was two and a half hours of just fun i had him laughing he had everyone in the chat laughing <laughs> he was just like bro i really i do a my special speedy round where i ask him 10 questions of just some of the randomest stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like whatever comes to your mind at that moment, like one of those types no, of things. No, I actually asked some stuff that I, I written I written down, stuff that people wanted to know about it. 
Okay. We was asking him, we was asking what was his first crush, who was his first <laughs> like what type of cars you like, bro. He yo, it was really fun. You guys gotta watch that episode as well, man. I really yo, and he's a, a cartoon head, so I definitely had a lot of cartoon, you know, Saturday morning cartoon. Oh yeah, of course. Club. I had yo, we had a great, great time. So shout out to Sneaker Day because he is one of my OGs that basically got me actually collecting Penny Hardaways. And we always loved the, the Penny line, but seeing him post his sneakers was just like, yo, I wonder if I could get on eBay and get that same sneaker, but in right. my size so I can wear it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So I will never forget he did his video where he did all, it was like the last, or I'm sorry, the first three retros of the phone posit. So... He didn't have the OG, but he had, you know, the House of Hoops. He had the 2011 and 2006. And he put them up and do a comparison. And then next thing you know, I clicked on another video and he had the Penny 2. You know what I'm saying? The each retro. And I'm like, yo, he's doing comparisons. Yeah. Let me find this dude on IG. And he was the very first person when I got my account. The very first person I, I, I hit follow. So shout out dope. to him. Shout out, definitely. That's still here, man. Oh, dope. <laughs> shout out to my guys at Red Omnis. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, salute to them. Um, and then, yeah, man, DJ uh, Monte Carlo, man, shout out to you. You know, really enjoyed the stories. For me, this is cool, especially because, you know, it seems like I'm a little bit younger than you. So just hearing those stories about Penny just makes it even that much better. So shout out to the Midsole Collector, too, because he had some some great stories. He's a little bit older than I am as well. So kind of gives me a, another perspective on Penny. As I said, man, my favorite player. And I just thought that this Penny segment was just important. Cause like you said, I think it, he flies under the radar a lot of the times. I thought it was just important for us to put together this Penny segment, just to kind of shine some, some, shine some light on him. Cause I, I feel like he does fly under the radar and then even his signature line, you know, I might even go on a limb and say it behind Jordan. And I, I put it up there to be honest with you. And just because like, you know, he had a short run, but if you look at it from a longevity standpoint, like here we are still all these years later, you know, wanting that Penny one, you know, Orlando retro. So that just puts it into context in terms of the effect that he's had on basketball and as well as sneakers. So, you know, I just thought that this was super important to just shine some light on, you know, Penny Hardaway, man. Cause like I said, my favorite player, and it's just great that we can have you guys come on and kind of give these gems and these stories. It's like, I'm in awe. That dream team story is just crazy to me. I know, like, right? Actually, you just, <laughs> you know, just four tickets. just ca- Yeah, I'll drop you guys off and I'll pick you up. When, yeah. when like, what? Like, you know, so just hearing shit like that is just, just makes this segment, like I said, just that much better. Because there is a community out there, man. So I, I felt yeah. like, you know, him being my favorite player, like, let's sign, sign some light on that. So. You know, appreciate you, man, and definitely looking forward now to you coming back on uh, that panel episode. I think I it'll be wait. great, great conversations. So yeah, appreciate you. Thank you.
I, I think that's one of the, I'll just wrap this up quickly, but I think that's one of the cool things is that, you know, like when we started doing this podcast, Rich, you know, when we're introducing ourselves to everyone, Rich had talked a lot about, you know, I'm a big Penny Hardaway fan. You know, I love his shoes. He's one of like behind Jordan. He's my favorite player. And I always found that we got a lot of response back on that. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to talk about me, you know, watching Michael Jordan play for the Wizards, but, you know, everyone wanted to talk about Penny Hardaway. I do. Hardaway. I do. <laughs> see, I'm, see, Funny story is that when I like we were talking about this one time and I'm a little younger, so like I got to see Jordan play for the Wizards, right? And someone was like, yeah. Oh, you didn't you didn't see Jordan play. I'm like, Yeah, I saw Jordan play. I saw him here when he was with the Wizards in 03, he came for a preseason game, and everyone was like, Nah, you didn't see Jordan. That's that that was that was a shell of Jordan. Uh, you know, that era of Jordan, it was is very I wanna say rare, but <laughs> It wasn't the MJ we, we No, should. no. It, de- it, de- it definitely wasn't. But um yeah, like every time Rich talks about Penny, like we seem to get a good response back from that. Like there's people that will just be like, Oh, I love Penny sneakers. Like he was my favorite behind George. Like we always get a lot of good response on that. So yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying that we're doing this because I, I think it's like I don't want to call it a niche, but it's like a smaller community within the sneaker community that's yeah, into pennies. Yeah. But I feel like everyone appreciates pennies, whether they like yeah. want to call themselves a collector of them or not like everyone appreciates that signature line yeah <laughs> yeah so it's always love like you don't really hear anything bad about the the penny line uh, people always have good things to say about it so that's why i said like i said it's i felt yeah. it was important like let's shine some light on that so definitely yeah, like on the this next episode man i would definitely tap in on uh stories on how i got connected to the trainers, the original trainers from Orlando Magic. Long retired. I have two friends that's one is in Switzerland, the other one is in London that he lives now, both retired. And that's how I kind of got a hold of my, you know, my PEs, you know, through those guys. So, but yeah, definitely, man, we can tap into those type of stories, man, when I, when I come well, back. Well, I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> that episode's going to be dope. Yes. Yeah. We'll have something special for you guys. It'll, it'll be a good episode. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure you use that hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. As we said, DJ is the second guest of three guests for the Penny Month. The third one will be next week, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We're not going to announce it yet. We'll let you guys figure it out when we post it. <laughs> and as we said, yes, DJ will be back as well as Sean, the Mitzel Collector, for our panel episode. So as we we teased a little bit of about what some of the stuff is we're going to talk about, so you're definitely going to want to tune in for that one. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K Man. Juan's not here. You can find him at 321. Make sure to message him about travel and sneakers, mostly Jordan ones, but everything's free game. That one didn't didn't feel as right, though. No, no, no. no, no, You did it justice. Yeah, you did the justice. (laughs) Collie's not here, but you heard his outro as well. You can find him at the Collywood Life. Rich, where can they find you? I can find me on IG Grill Status 13. And DJ, where can they find you? And if you want to shout out any of the shows that you do and where you can find them. Yeah, sure. Uh, Have a sit show every Tuesday, if not every Tuesday, every other Tuesday. Uh, Normally 6.30 or 6 six o'clock on my IG TV. So like, it's always live, it's uncut. I do have 
kids that watch, but still like it's uncensored, uncut. I let <laughs> <laughs> I let my viewers, you know, know everything is real. Again, thank y'all for even, you know, having me on. Yeah, and you can contact or hit me up for booking, DJing, or anything. Hit me up, DJ Monte Carlo with two E's, two E's. And I'm on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook. Just my preference. But uh, you also you can catch me the show that's always on IGTV the following week is going to be on I- YouTube. My bad, YouTube. So that's it. Yeah, man. So IG. Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. The episodes will be on Snapchat as well. So thank y'all, man. Really, really, man. It's humbling, man. It's uh, a long time coming. But uh, again, man, this community, man, is not stopping, man. Especially, again, we have a lot of releases coming, collabs as well. And I'm definitely looking forward to this home colorway in Orlando drop. So mm, let's go. All right, let's go. Let's go. So love to hear it. And if anyone's new and it hasn't caught up on any of the old episodes, we have Sean, the mid collector, who was on two weeks ago. Make sure you go back and check out his episodes. So you're all set for the panel episode that we've got coming out. DJ, man, appreciate you jumping on with us. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week. Bye.